on Brandon. Am I in the shop? Follow me. What about my camera? Episode 60. Maybe. Are we live? We're live. Oh, we're live. Did you lock the door? Yeah. No. You sure? Dark cell. Oh, no. More technical difficulties. <laughs> Gonna need a cleanup on aisle. All right. <laughs> we are live tonight with episode 60. Are we live now? We are live. Okay. We get a couple people shared around here. I'll try to get on here and share. Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't on there. I'm way out. Your volume's way loud. Thought I was locking the door. Um, no. Alright, so tonight, episode 60, we have at one point, at one point, Dings? leader Kyle Wisnett in the CPC on High Rock. Do you know how many people text me asking if you won that thing? Uh -huh. you put that post up. <laughs> Got <him. laughs> And the MPFL Pro, Mr. Puck Clements here. What's going on? In the house. Uh, also. Hey, I led the CDC for a minute too. Did you? Yeah. I waited in like never ninth. Pug, <laughs> uh, also known as uh, famous cameraman for. Yeah, yes. Yeah. I'm a big time cameraman. If you need any field work done, just give me a call. The only problem is, is you'll be lucky if he shows up just on time. Just make sure you get a wake up call. Yeah, I mean, it's worth it when I get there, though. Yeah, Just I regardless agree. of what time it is, it's definitely worth it. Who is the special Mom, guest tonight? Mom, Rob Mom. Blackman. We've got Pug Clements Maybe. and Kyle Wisnett. Here I am, Rob. If you need <laughs> if you need a wrestling referee, there he sits right there. No, I'm booked up. Are you booked up? Yes, a lot. Wrestling's getting there and cranked up. Though. It's nuts. Is that a summer sport? No, it's a winter sport. Winter okay. sport. Because of COVID? wrestle at all? <laughs> I, I wrestled one match in high school yeah. and decided it wasn't for me. I got disqualified from that match. Did you see somebody? No, the guy put me in a headlock and the only way I knew to get out was put my elbow in his ribs and apparently that's frowned upon. Yeah. I don't know. So you watched the wrestling on TV <laughs> that David don't want yeah, to talk about. Right, yeah, right. A stone cold yeah. stunner kind of wrestling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of that, we talk about this about every Monday now that a and doing a uh, Oh, boy, here we go. WWE. We'll WWE get, was awesome. We'll get fishing right here in a little bit. Yeah, but yeah. last night, they did the Macho Man Randy Savage. Huh. Heroic. Snap it to a Slim Jam. I mean, the, uh, they, they, did, they did share. You know how much that, you know how much Slim Jam was paying him a year back in the 90s? <laughs> that was a big thing, man. $750,000. A year? A year. Go I'm Randy. I'm snapping to the <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Let me snap another one. <laughs> I was a big NWO guy. You remember WCW? New World Order, yeah, man, the New World Order. I was a big Hulk Hogan guy. Yeah, one of our past uh, 1v1 champions. He, he, he'll probably get on here in a little bit. Joey Sabaga. Yeah. He jumped out of his truck emulating Hulk Hogan <laughs> and NWO. Voodoo Child entrance playing Voodoo Child on the belt. I was a little too young for a yellow shirt, but the black beard Hulk Hogan with the NWO, like I was a big NWO guy, man. I was an outlaw when I was growing up. So. I understand. Then there was the Wolfpack. I mean, yeah, yeah, absolutely. David, 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 I'm sorry. 
David missed his childhood. Nah, I mean, I didn't. I, I'm good. I, I don't feel like I wasted that much time in my life on. You never useless. made a ring in your living room and had like a cardboard belt that no. you and your friends fought over or anything? Yeah, we had. You we played had. soccer and tennis and stuff, right? <laughs> he was a country club kid. We, <laughs> we I, did, I did play soccer, basketball, and golf. Not tennis. I did I did play tennis a little bit, but not on a team. No croquet, waterfall? No. no. <laughs> I will tell you, it was as bad for me that I had them little, whatever, them little ring doll things where you beat the crap out of them. Oh, oh, yeah. Dude, what was those guys? The guys that did the... Yeah. The Bushwhackers? The Bushwhackers, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's still one hanging in my dad's garage, and he'll get it down there every once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> My dad has a great Hulk Hogan voice. He does. He can do that pretty well. Oh, why don't we bring him in? That'd be more entertaining than these two clowns. No, man. No. I'm going to tell you. I'm tell Brandon's people, dad's a funny guy. I, I He's one know. of those that the, you can cut up with. The guys that know Bart, I, I don't know if... Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I can handle it. <laughs> uh, you guys let us know. We're dropping some frames tonight. I'm not sure what's going on here. Well, they're still commenting wrestling. They don't care about fishing. What are the what comments they... on wrestling? We can talk about that all night, man. No, we can't. Yeah. yeah. Oh, his left arm is pretty big. That's all you can see is Bo's left arm. He's mm. flexing. No, you turn, you got to hit this. Wrestling buddies. There we go. <laughs> I knew <laughs> someone would know. <laughs> Bro, I'm telling you. Hey, Pug, what was uh, what did you have to hit for to get it to go the right way? Full screen. Yeah, it's like the full screen deal. I right. hit the three dots. You guys hold with it. Someone try to swap us on the network here. We might lose you for a second. We'll be right back if we do. Drop. There's a way to do this. Yeah, I figured it out the other night. Ronnie Mueller, yeah, we did. Uh, Macho Man was last night. If wrestling on my grandpa's, he didn't talk. <laughs> That's right, Mike. <laughs> That's the way it was when I was little, too. It was a lot of fun. I haven't watched it in a long time, though. But, but what did you learn from wrestling? Like, I really liked lessons. Entertainment. Like Absolutely lifeless. What kind? Of, well, I mean, you, you had you had family disputes between the Undertaker and Kane. Like I mean, you learned yeah. how to deal with family disputes. You you, <laughs> you did. You, yeah. Kane was a mayor. Didn't he run for mayor? He still is a mayor. Mayor is yeah. yeah, Tennessee. That's a big dude. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was just uh, I can't even like there was so much that I gathered in my childhood from wrestling. I learned how to defend myself in the living room. We had a belt that looked an awful lot like yours. That I think you're going to talk about in a minute that we fought for all the time. I think it was one of my mom's belts, and we had like a piece of cardboard on it that said champ. I mean, our friends, like, we bloody up in the living room, like, like we wanted it bad. And, and you learned how to elbow somebody in the ribs when they got a hold of yep. in a real wrestling match. Yep. <laughs> I'm more of the grab and twist type. You put me in a headlock, and something's going to get wrenched. It's like, Steve Austin. Was probably one of my heroes, Stone Cold. Like he, he was a big hero. Wow, Pug. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> but we got some questions rolling in for you. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> uh, so Rob Black.
Simon says he's got a question for you, but he hasn't posted it yet. Okay, I'll wait on that. Yep. And then uh, Tommy Ackright wants to know, do you call and beg to be on everyone's podcast? I do. I do. I call and plead and beg, and, and it takes a while, and a lot of people have to cancel, but every now and again I get Somebody lets me on. You're pretty Jason good. Lane, yeah. Kyle does not need a bigger cup. He could swim in that one if Dude, he really wanted to. That's a 3XL cup. That's like <laughs> it a actually says 3XL yeah. on it. That's a Trump driver cup. And show up late to 1v1. <laughs> Big gulps, eh? Stays <laughs> colder and longer. That's a cold pop. Yeah, that's yeah. like a Yeti cup, but oh. different. David, you're going to have to get on the podium again. We're dropping rates, frames. Really? Yeah. Nobody's really complaining yet. Yeah, people yet. can see, and we, we, we All right. roll on. Yeah. All right. You guys have to bear with us. I've done everything I know to do. Uh, all right. Here's Rob Blackman's question. Okay. Do you think the NPFL has the same level of competition as Bass and MLS? No. No. That's no question. <laughs> I'll tell you that straight up. Like, the NPFL's not claiming to. I think it's the same... I mean, I'm being very serious. I, I think it's the same nerves. I think the entry fees are the same. The guys are putting it out there just like the the elite guys are. Do I think the the skill level is the same? No, it's it's not even close. So I watched the first two events, right? Yeah. I can't say I watched them from start to finish, but I have noticed uh, <laughs> that there's a couple guys that seem to separate themselves. Sure. Yeah. So. And, and we do have 12 to 15 guys that are fishing multiple tours, Opens, Toyota Series, MPFL. They've been trying, doing this for years. Trying to get, okay. Yeah, so, I mean, guys that fish for a living, there's 12 or 15 of them that literally fish. We had guys that left Douglas Lake, came and fished the MPFL in Texas and left there and either drove to Seminole to fish the Costa or drove to a Pickwick to fish the the first central open wow. so um we got guys fishing 19 national tournaments a year and i think those are guys you're seeing that's in that tournament rhythm that's that's separating herself from the field for yeah. sure yeah well it's hard to pick it up and put it down that's for sure yeah you guess you found there kyle randy tails on you know I, I was wondering like usually when tommy logs off and randy and rob joey gets on yeah we talked about that last he's time. got a really i missed yeah. it he's got to disguise a little better i got a little better like, at least when I'm here, Walker still gets on there. So they're trying to figure it out. Like, I'm sitting here not messing with my hands, and Walker. Well, Walker screwed up one night because while you were here, they commented on Scott Wisdom one night, too. <laughs> Did he really? <laughs> yeah, it was pretty. I try to tell him there's more than one password for Walker, but I don't know. They'll figure it out. I can tell you for a fact that Randy tells all. Rob Blackman, and whoever else is on here. Josh Good. <laughs> is not Joey. I know those two are not Joey. Now we give him a hard time because he comments a lot right when they comment. Oh, no, I know. Yeah, I got a phone call after last week's podcast because <laughs> somebody was a little salty that we portrayed him as somebody he is not. Yeah. Oh, I know better. <laughs> <laughs> Been around a lot of BS. I mean, you gotta you gonna have to try harder. You gotta have to defend it that bad. I mean, come on. Oh, Here we go. There he is. There I see. Look. <laughs> ding 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 ding. Look. <laughs> the bell was wrong. No, Rob yeah. Black was gonna comment. Point, <laughs> points were proven. We're logging out now. 
ever been to Joey's house? No, he's got good. he's got like sixteen laptops set up. <laughs> <laughs> he's got like a layer. He's got like a podcast layer, so he can. Joe's a good guy. He makes some good videos. He does a lot for. Uh, he's very good at hey, the plug. marketing. Yep. Setup. Volume. Who are you? Yours is talking. I don't think so. Somebody's was. It's all the way down. I'm not even on. It's muted. The song is echoing. Maybe. Hey, hang on a second. No, it wasn't me. I dropped mine off to try to save us some frame rates. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, so. Listen, I know that whole thing about Joey having laptops is a lie. He doesn't even know how to turn them on. That's what he just said. I got zero laptops. <laughs> Shane was supposed to hear So, so speaking of Joey, so 1v1 at James the other week. What, let's get, let's get. Uh, yeah, so Joey, my understanding was, was the original he was challenger, right? For the yeah, belt. So Joey had the belt. He beat Jason Land, right? On Murray. Yep. And then Shane challenged Joey on Murray. Yep. And we're, won the belt. we're supposed to go to Greenwood. You live fighting too well on Murray. Uh, You're live. But now Joey and and, and continuing on with that, jo- Joey did not show because he had work. But That's literally right. the entire day we were in the boat, Joey commented on every live session. Well, you know, there's work. And, and Joey called work. me like twice. Yeah, so I don't know if that was a work thing or a, I can't throw an A-Rig thing. I don't know. Maybe Joey will, will throw that. I don't know. Maybe Scared. he'll address that. Yeah, I don't know if it was fear. I know he did a lot of prep. I seen the video where he was like, had the light jacket time and thing. And he was... Well, he's so, definitely... Uh, he told me he want, he was going to hold his... And Shane, you, you need to hear this too. I guess you probably already know, but he said he was going to. Joey was going to hold his re-challenge in his pocket. Okay. I I don't know. You have to work it out with him. Is he in the pooper? That's what I'm trying There's to figure. A lot, of, out. a lot of echo. In there. There's a lot of echo. In there. <laughs> Lots of echo. Todd took you behind the woodshed. <laughs> you know what they say. Up a little bit. <laughs> you lay down with dogs, you wake up with fleas, right? So let, well, let's talk about the 1v1. We got Shane now. So y'all went to Lake James, fished against Josh. Is Josh good? Does he go by? Is he like Joshua or Josh? It's, it's Josh. Okay. And good. As, as Pug has now recoined it, good. Good. No. But it's actually good. It's the same difference. I thought it was Goody. It's Goody. I thought it was Goody. Goody. <laughs> We're just going to call him Josh. Okay. <laughs> That's a good idea. Or Lamont. Or Fish Care. I Lamont think somebody tagged him Fish Care. Fish Care. Yeah. Fish Care. Fish Care is not a good name to have. No, no. So Shane, you edged out Josh by, what was it, 11 pounds? He had nine? Nine plus, and we did not assess the penalties. To oh, yeah, dead fish. Yeah, it was nine point zero six to eleven point seven five. Eleven point seven five. Okay. Yep. All right. All right. So you didn't edge him out. You beat him. Okay. Whooped him. Uh, so what? <laughs> so what? So what? I mean, I, I didn't get to watch a whole lot of it. Were the fish on the bed? <laughs> Josh is getting mad at David again. Again? Yeah. Oh, God. 
Kyle, turn. Stop looking at the comments, Kyle. You're distracting the whole show. Yep. Um, so Shane, what what'd you do to catch a fish? What was going on at Lake James? Tell Dave to be nice to Josh. I am being nice to Josh. <laughs> God. Um, <laughs> so what was happening, Shane, at Lake James? Was it tough? Fish, a little bit of crankbait, a little bit of Ned rigging. The Ned rigging all went on the fork. We got on the, we got on the air, called sleepyhead over there. Yeah, we called them fish. I feel like we called the Ned rig fish. No, we did not. Oh. <laughs> we made four small mouth. So here's my question about Lake James: the big fish we've seen, because we legit we've seen big fish roaming around. Even some of them looked like they were locked on or. They weren't moving, but do you think those fish are catchable now or after this moon? Like they're locked on the bed, or what's the deal? Man, I, I don't know. I, I, I think those fish were trying to get up there. Some of them are already up there. Some of them have done come and gone, but I don't know, man. It's just one of the things where you know, there's all kinds of stuff going on. You really don't, really just don't know. Yeah. I know this for a fact. If we saw, if we put all the fish we saw together and all the fish y'all saw together, we probably could have done about thirty-five. Yeah, it'd been an epic showdown. <laughs> like, I mean, it would have been <laughs> mega bag. Yeah. yeah. Like, like James got them. You know, it's kind of a, it's kind of a sleeper lake. You just don't get a lot of attention because where it's located at. Yep. There's not a lot of big tournaments up there. But there's a lot of big fish in there. Guys that live up there, Kelly Logan and Jimbo Ball. And I gotta give old Jimbo a shout out. He kinda turned me on to the the crankbait fighter over there the other day and you know, I, I wound up catching a bunch of my fish on. And um you know, them guys fish up there all the time. They kinda know what's going on and they, they get to they get to catch a lot of those big small mouths. Yep. For what for whatever reason the the uh, the big small mouth didn't show up at all. I mean, I was kind of surprised about that, you know, especially first thing in the morning. And you usually have about an hour, an hour and a half to catch a big one or two on top. And I, I don't know, man. It's never, never showed up for me. So, anyway. Chris Marshall says you should have fished in the wind. We did. Did you? Chris yes. Marshall said what? Should have fished in the wind. I did fish in the wind. Yep. I didn't get any bites. Yep. I had to get out of the wind to get bit. That's a fact. I love all these armchair quarterbacks. Everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> uh -huh. Oh, boy. Well, I don't know what you should do. I should have caught 25 pounds. Well, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I tried. But it just didn't happen. We've we seen it. We caught 12 and we won, so that's all. <laughs> well, it's just like, you know, the story Joey told when we only caught two fish. He said, the fish bit and I won. That's my story. I'm sticking to it. <laughs> <laughs> So, David, you were with Josh all day. I was. What was he focusing on? Um, well, he he started out running topwater. And he got bites right off the rip. I'm like, okay, it's going to be good. And then I think we kind of mixed in a little bit of tree fishing and then went sight fishing. And, again, he saw fish. He caught fish. It just he couldn't get yeah. the big ones to cooperate. Yeah. 
Yeah, for the guys that have never been to Lake James, that place can be really overwhelming because when you go up there, there's, I mean, there's docks, but it, no, it's trees. It's like <laughs> it's like cliffs and blowdown pine tree, and it, I mean, yeah. it's like a, it's like a, a continuous. I mean, if you could make riprap out of pine trees, that's what it looks like. Yep. And uh, when you come ten feet off the bank, you're twenty feet deep. I mean, it it is a straight yep. vertical place. At least the Linville side is. It can be uh, very challenging if you've never been there before. Yep. Especially when you can look down and see a smallmouth sitting in the top of a pine tree over 25 foot of water and he's yep. up five foot yeah. on the top of the pine tree. You have no idea how to catch him. So. It looks like it's two foot deep, but the fish is in like eight. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's great. It's a beautiful lake. Did y'all yeah. hear, hear any turkeys, Gobbler? Nope. No, no turkeys? No. I, I, I hooted and shot called one time, but it I didn't trigger anything. I could have heard some turkeys, Gobbler. Just saying. I, I you can hurt some He did. He did set that record. Yeah. <laughs> and and I'm telling you, the buzz bait. The, uh huh. Well, that's that's a good testament for uh, old John's buzz baits too. Like he put some pretty good swivels and uh, <laughs> the bearings of those things. Bearings yeah. that thing. Hey, they were biting it. They was, uh, Dude, I'm telling you, tuned up. He caught them on If that one thing. ate that thing, there's no way he didn't catch it. Mm-hmm. Because if he got to it, he had to eat yeah. it. But he was the, an athletic fish if he ate it. Yeah, the well, blades weren't in the water. The, the frog was. The blades were just spinning <laughs> in the wind. And super cool water. You can't let him get a good look at it. Y'all know that. Yeah, he was he was rolling that buzz bait now. Uh, Shane, Randy tells all said that uh, you did have folks spotting fish for you all day. And he no, thought that was illegal. One time he said there, well, I mean, he called out a whole bunch of fish, but every time he seen a fish, there's a fish, there's a fish. <laughs> well, we all seen a bunch of fish. Everybody's seen fish. Yeah. None, let's put it this way. None of the fish that Buck said there's a bass ever came in the boat. Right, and that's a fact. He, called, he, he did catch two or three. <laughs> Shane kept passing my fish over, so I caught a couple of them. But I threw them back. <laughs> Now the real truth comes out. Nah, Josh, Josh, uh... 27 one-to-one is what Josh said. <laughs> <laughs> his real speed. Oh, yeah. 27 one-to-one. It, it has to be, bro. It's souped up. Jesus Christ. straight one-to-one, full-time. <laughs> hey, I'm going to tell you right now, if someone came out with a 27-to-one reel, people would buy it. Yeah, no doubt. No <laughs> doubt. I remember when, when what is it, when... Abu Garcia or something came out with the rocket and yeah. it was an eight one. Now everybody's got no, an eight one. Yeah, like yeah, that's like a thing now. The faster reel, the better. I will say this: you have no torque no. on a reel that that fast. Well, it's like, just no. like your old ten speed bike when you were a kid. Yep. The higher gears you went up, the faster it was, but the harder it was to pedal. <laughs> <laughs> so Shane, what do you think Josh, about the hey, next one? Hang one? on a second. Josh said he needed a co angler. And I can tell you this, I did not cast at all during the day. You did not? I did not. I sat, sat yeah, you, and ate sunflower seeds, beef jerky, be the, and... You might be the first camera <laughs> boat guy that ever drank water. I didn't... Dude, I'm... Okay. Uh-oh. I'm, Uh-oh. I'm severely ADD, and for me, looking at that many fish and not... Like, I snuck a rod off of Shane's deck, and then the next thing he turned around, he's like, what are you doing? I was like, I don't know. <laughs> y'all, ever, y'all, ever spend, y'all ever spend a day in the boat with <laughs> <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> I couldn't 
couldn't stand it anymore, so I called a few behind him. But we didn't weigh him. I handled. I promise you, we did Rob, not. We did not catch any of those. Rob fish. Blackman. They did not have too many fish in the boat. They they did not. They had five, and we had five. That's not Rob. That's Joe. Josh Good said sleepy head self-centered. See, Joey Logan. Uh, sorry, man. It's okay. I can take it, man. I understand it. I mean, I, I mean, you, you came forward. I did. I'm being honest. Uh -oh. Shane came forward. Shane. Josh, Josh says he needs a rematch. Oh, God. He, he, he's, uh. I, you got I, you got to you got to win one to get a rematch. I think that's that's, that's how real. that works. Yeah. You, you get a rematch. But you know you what? I still belt. have I still have a. Uh, no, you got the hoop slap that you fought. No, you got. <laughs> I, got I won it three times. I got three. <laughs> Grace Land beats twice. Yeah. <laughs> but it wasn't like. But I got three. I won it three times. I'm the longest belt holder still to this day. Don't Grace you have to sign time. it every time you lose it? Yeah, he's the only yeah. man that signed it twice. Who? You? No. No, I don't push Jason Lang got. You signed it twice? You signed it twice. Jason Lang got signed it twice. He did get me twice. You're the only man that signed it twice. Okay. What's your point? I'm saying. I won three times to get there. You want your opportunity to sign it? God knows. You want your opportunity to sign it? Yeah. You do? Yeah. You hear that, Shane? What? Kyle said he wants his opportunity to sign it. Sign it. That's fine. That sounds like our next challenger right, right. there. You got a boat? We going to make this official? You going to fish out the bank? I'll rent one. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle's got access to a boat. Oh, I know. I've seen him in it a whole bunch. He's just got, <laughs> got to drive up to Morganton to get it. All right, we got our next challenger right there. Well, while you're in Morganton, we'll just stay at the bank of Lake James. Oh, God. <laughs> years for years versus I'll tell you where you, go. I'll tell you where you got good to go. <laughs> This past weekend, Shane, when, you, when are you gonna be back? Uh, Sunday. Monday. He's gonna make the Sunday cut. Then, then, I'm only, then I'm only home for a week. All right. So middle of June. It's gonna be a little while. Okay. I ain't giving nothing up over there. <laughs> <laughs> you damn crazy. <laughs> oh, you're thinking high rock. Oh yeah. And yeah. Kyle don't wanna do high rock. Yeah. Kyle have about six spin rods. He done borrowed from six people. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing them weenie worms. You'll catch them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so high rocks out. I don't care. Well, you're going to let the people vote on it again. You can go wherever. I don't care. You can go wherever. Yeah. All right, Shane, Kyle's in. Okay. Middle of June. Jimbo's got a prop, too. We found a prop. We slung it here Saturday, so we good. Uh -oh. Need a pro versus Joe, 2v2. <laughs> we'll go to... We, we've already got a potential two versus two challenge brewing. We just got to see how it pans out. Who's that? Huh? I can't speak on it. Normally be a good place. To I cannot. I cannot speak on it quite yet. This ain't called, nobody's losing money out there. No, I'm just. I'm not. I'm a. I'm just not. No. Shane knows. That's a fact. <laughs> we ain't got feelings. Yeah. <laughs> some, some people do though. Some people do. Told you Rob's not Joey. See, it's the last time people voted, it didn't matter because that was Greenwood and we went to Murray. That ain't Joey. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's Dalton. They got the same. Man, y'all got Y'all. I don't know who it is. You'll figure it out. All right. <clears throat> but we did not go to Greenwood. They flipped it. They flipped it on the 
uh, I don't know, a week before, something like that. Water would be a good place. That's the CBC in Water in June. Yeah. First well, week of June. Water would be fun. I don't know if it would be fun. Yeah, it'd be real fun in June. Mm-hmm. Hotter it gets, the better it gets. Mm-hmm. I love that black trick one over there. Shane, where do you want to go? They're gonna go to Fishing Creek. They just don't know it yet. Stumpy Pond be good. Stumpy Pond be good. Where? Stumpy Pond. Between Fishing Creek and Watery. Yeah, well, don't get it fixed before the challenge. So there was a question that uh, Jeff Murray asked about. So there was a big bass tournament this past weekend on uh, on Lake Murray, and I heard the guy got DQ after oh, he caught the big fish. Oh uh, it was one tournament. Yep, and it was because he he did not pass a lie detector, but he he's made you know very public that it was because he didn't wear his kill switch. No so, way, really? Yeah. Jimbo's done that. Man. It's about $1,700. Forgot to put a slide jacket on. Yeah, so. Sorry, you know, Jimbo. I, I, I forgot about it. You know, that, that's one of the things that happens real fast and is a mistake. And, uh, you know, before the rumors fly or anything, that's that's what happened. It was over a kill switch. It wasn't, you know, snagging fish off the bed or, you know, where everybody's mind goes immediately. Mm-hmm. So, oh, that just, uh, man, I'm sick for the guy. I don't know who it is. I'm, I don't I'm, I don't know the gentleman or who, who it was that, that would have won, but I'm, I can feel his pain for, for you, losing. You know what? At least that. at least he got in front of it and owned it and didn't try to deny it like so many people have in the past. Sure. So. Casey really wants right. to know how's the fishing in Neely Henry. It sucks. Oh, Lord. Well, it's only the first day, isn't it? I was going to say, we've been there, like, in three quarters of the day, it rained and thundered and lightning. And, and then so. you tore your lower unit off on the fourth quarter. Uh, I tore my lower unit up at Sabine. Uh, oh. Then I tore my boat up at four. And then I ran over to two six today and got the prop. <laughs> well, as long as the motor works, you get it. That two to six costs more than a prop. You yeah, need to pick it up and sell it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell you something. That's no joke. I, uh, I'm going to be honest with you. I looked at two by fours at Lowe's. My wife and I have been doing stuff around. I look $7.91 for a two by four now. She's got OSB's like 30. For a two by four, $7.91. You know how much a sheet of three quarter inch plywood goes right now? A hundred bucks. A hundred dollars. Yeah. A hundred bucks. <laughs> OSB board. Like, a sheet of plywood. Eleven thirty seconds uh, yeah. OSB is like almost forty dollars. It's like thirty seven and some change. Yeah, that's the stuff they sweep up on the floor at the middle <laughs> yeah, and make a piece of plywood together. Yeah, it's like <laughs> almost forty bucks. So. That's awesome. Yep. Well, we got all the Johnsons on here tonight. 
They, All right. They log out. Are they doing that quick baking trees or something? I, I think it's the building, the building market around here is so high, they figure they can price gouge too. They're still cutting them down in South Carolina. I know that. Yeah. Just talk key porter. All right, listen. I cut. I had 10 cut down at my house this weekend. Did you sell them? I paid the guy to come cut the trees down so they didn't fall in the house. And then tornado blew through today after I got the trees down, so I felt pretty good about it. Then he resold the trees for mold. Yeah, I'm sure he tripled his money. Yeah. Mm. Sounds like a pretty good business plan to me. Yeah. Jason Land must have bad service. He is watching like 17 times. He must be logging him out. Logging He's just getting y'all more views. Really He's getting y'all more views. Hey. <laughs> we need something. <laughs> so let's right. talk about chats, Nope. I think. Do it. Shane, you jumping off or you staying on? What? You jumping off or you staying on? I'll hang around just a little bit longer. All right. We're going to talk about Shaz Pond, Shane. Like a hair in a biscuit. I'm trying okay. to figure out why Rob Blackman said I made money this weekend. I'm trying to figure that out. Because I drove to High Rock. cost me $50 in fuel. That's it? I fished all day <laughs> and came back home, and I still ain't seen a check yet. Well, I ain't seen a check yet either. Have you come? No, I didn't get a check. I was, I you was stayed old. for years? I saw a small check, yeah. Did you stay for years? Mm -hmm. A small check. That, well, that's what happens when you jump from second to fourth. Money goes. We've lost way a down. lot of money not having a skeeter over there. Just at that lake. But I think we figured up it's like ten or twelve grand just to hire up. It's good bit of money. I'll sell you one. No. Buy all of it. You buy it all. You ain't gonna find another one right now. I'm. A, I'm might be done. You never know. I know two people. We know that. Ain't they don't have nothing on the show. I've, I actually threatened my father the other day to sell it all and go back to the ocean. That's a long drive. Fish are bigger. Less people to have to compete with for spots. When you talk about not wanting to drive far from Cleveland Lake Wilder, why the heck are you going to drive the ocean then? Because I can go eat those fish. You, well, you can eat them out here too. No, you sir. You those at Food Lion. <laughs> Facts. Yeah. Facts. The cost of those is a lot more, though. It's I don't no the time. Your diesel you fuel. You buy $150,000 fish in the ocean. I'm in a rust. $7,000 rod. Oh, it's, it's a fact. <laughs> you sit down and do the math. It's There's a lot of money in it. Yeah, Russ told me he paid, what, $250,000 a year for a, a hole in the, for a, what, a boat slip or something down there? Oh, yeah. You probably say a hole in the water. Hole in the water. It's, it's a mortgage payment. Yeah. $750 a month. It's like deer meat. So the highest price meat there is. <laughs> Shane. Jason, Jason Land wants to do a four four v four, hundred dollars a man. I'm in. I'm in. Four v four. Four men versus four, four men. Four individuals. Uh, no, two man teams. Jason Land, where at? Oh, are you kidding me? You know he's gonna say, mate. Yeah. You know. Tucker <laughs> Town. That's where you all need to go. I passed Jason about four times at about three, four o'clock in the morning going over those. He might have got a certain finger <laughs> every time. <laughs> and I told him the other day when I passed him going to High Rock, he looked like uh, Harry and Henderson. <laughs> he about fell out of the truck. That's where y'all need to go, Kyle. Tucker Town. Oh, it could, it could be, Tucker Town could be good for about another couple of weeks. Then it's going to be tough. Uh, all right, so... Got some questions about well, the CBC. Oh, one man per boat. Okay, one man per boat. So it's four boats. One versus four, or whatever. 
Well, then, then you gotta have, then you gotta have four people to do cameras for per yeah, team. Yeah, that's been uh, <laughs> there ain't no service at Tucker Town. I mean, <laughs> we're just gonna have to. Uh, Jason don't have that many friends either. No, we're just gonna. Have to, <laughs> we just have to have camera boats. <laughs> we get on them. <laughs> to call them. <laughs> I, I don't know. We're gonna have to polish that plan a little bit. That, that's that's a that's a piece of charcoal right now. We can turn it into a diamond, but it's gonna take a little bit of pressure and a whole bunch of years. <laughs> two on two people. That's pretty good. Sir. That rolled off pretty good right yeah, now. That's pretty good. Yeah. I'm impressed. Where's Harriet? I ain't seen Harriet. I'm today. surprised she hadn't popped on tonight. It's Miss Winters. Just do that. Miss Winters. Yes. Slap me in the back of the head. She will. <laughs> All right. Somebody's asking about High Rock, Kyle. Where did it go? It. What did you have at High Rock? Me? 20 pounds. 20 pounds? A whopping 20 pounds. Not on a spinning rod. Not on a spinning rod? Mm -hmm. I can't say the same. No. Carl Carson, what's up, little buddy? One camera. While one. he's on here, I'm going to leak something. There is going to be a frog tournament coming up very, very soon in June. I don't know all the details. I know this. There is an individual who's going to throw a frog tournament. Frog only, period. Just a frog or yep. like a spro frog? It's a spro frog. You pay the entry fee. The frogs will be provided to you, and it'll be on watery sometime in the month of June. Can't bring your own spro frog? No, they're going to be provided to you because can you uh, manipulate your, you, I think you'll be able to <laughs> manipulate them the morning of. Those are a lot of fun. They're pretty cool. Yeah, they're a lot of fun. Well, at the end of the day, the questions go down. What yeah. Catch them yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they give you and your partner <laughs> five frogs, and you can trim the skirt or bend the hook a little bit or add rattles, and that's about it. Speaking of frogs, we got two right here. Yeah, we need to get on the shaft spawn deal. We do. That's the that's yeah, the deal. Start talking about shaft spawn deal in way south. Yeah, we didn't ever start. Sorry, Shane. We've been in the ocean and everywhere else. They talk about shaft spawn yet. And, and you're still eating the Doritos. <laughs> nope, I'm eating grapes. Oh, oh well, okay. Yeah. I'm proud of you. Dang, that's healthy. All right, so everybody, this everybody probably knows this time of the year, the bass coming off the bed. Right now, there's a lot of bass still on the bed. Um, there are a lot of bass still on the bed. About halfway through the spawn, three quarters of the way, you start seeing all these nighttime tournaments kick up. Um, the shad are definitely, when the weights start going up high in the night tournaments, the shad are starting to spawn. Except for a while. It a while. still takes 12 pounds or well, less. That's just the size of the fish. <laughs> or less. Uh, so the shad spawn, I don't know. It, you guys help me out here. Uh, somewhere in the mid-60s is when they start. Right? <laughs> No. What I'm I'm no. still over here trying to figure this out. Mid to late sixties, yeah. Mid to late sixties. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I say late. High sixties. Mid to high sixties. Uh, and it there's a bunch of what we call what different people call shad. So around here we've got thread fins, we got gizzards, we got herring in the in the mid state of South Carolina and the lowlands. And we actually got a bunch of Elwise up here too. Yep. So but they all people, spawn in different places. They really do. And, and at do. different times, a lot of times. That's right. Yeah. When people say shad spawn, they kind of lump all. Well, you'll hear the herring bite, but typically gizzard shad, redfin, and elwise, they kind of talk about them all at the same. Yep. And they're very, very 
drastically different. So the most common that you'll see is the thread bend shaft, or what I'll call, what I'll say, when you when you ride up to you know riprap or anything hard, it almost looks like it's raining shad out of the water. You'll see them flipping up and basically sticking their goodies to anything that's hard. Um, a good way to find it in the morning when you're riding down the lake, if you see four or five blue herons all together, little cricket bird. That means you know those birds hate each other. Uh, but they're all happy when they're eating. But they're all happy when the shad spawn's going on. That's a good place to go look. Um, you know your grass lakes. You'll see them at the, on the edge of the grasses, like out here on Lake Wiley, which is what I'm most familiar with. Rip wrap, dock floats. Uh, even your own boat, if you get in it, they will spawn on it. Uh, and there's a lot of ways to catch them. Uh, we got a lot of baits up here, but one thing you will see a common in all of it is white. Uh, one of the, one of the, uh, probably that's caught the most fish ever on a shad spawn is probably a spinnerbait because it's pretty easy. You throw it out and you wind it back. Mm -hmm. Now the one I have here, David, I don't know if you got, do you have these on your website? Uh, I don't know if those are on there or not. Okay. Um, this is a, this comes out of Georgia, right? Around Lake Lanier? Yes. What is it called? A spot, spot, st spot sticker. sticker. So this, I just grabbed this because it's specific spinnerbait. Pacific. Pacific, specific. Um, has white blades on it. It's the only one that I found over there, which typically means it's probably happening because everybody's buying white blade spinnerbaits. Uh, can't see it real well. I, I typically like to have bigger blades around here because the shad are a lot bigger, but you you know, your typical spinnerbait stuff comes they're into not, play. They're not up there. They're in the store, but they're not up there. Uh, you want to try to match the hash with your blades. So another cool thing about what you're saying there, a lot of times when you see the shad spawn, you're going to see these little tiny shad flipping up on the bank, right? Yep. The bigger shad generally don't get up all and flip all over the rock. So don't confuse matching the hatch with I need to throw something real tiny with the little shad that's flipping all over the bank. That's right. That's a great point. Uh, and typically faster moving baits too, right? Yep. Wouldn't you agree with that? Yep. Kyle, I know you fish shad spawn all day. I know you, you fish the tile. I don't. You do it, mate. I don't. Uh, I got to I got to call Kyle to get advice on what to do. So I pulled out a, I pulled out two white frogs here. Uh, I just changed. This is the, <laughs> this is a mega bass frog. Um, David does have these in the store. I know you probably can't see it too well. And uh, you know what? I keep how do you say that? Big gabbit. Big gabbit. That's a big frog. Mm -hmm. uh, if you go check out Pug Clements Fish, you might see one big one with the frog, white frog sticking in its face from this past weekend. Yep. Did you lose one? No, I put it in the And then this one, I haven't seen this frog in a long time. These are hard to find, aren't they? Salt doggies. The Reaction Innovation Frog. Uh, again, it's white. So, white's a common theme, and the other two baits I got are wake baits. Uh, for you nighttime guys, this is kind of a a staple of the Carolinas for one of used to be one of the best kept secrets. Now I think it's one of the worst kept secrets. <laughs> I can tell you, I've, I've watched the wake bait. I got brought in on it. Not real early in my fishing, but early enough that last it was year. still good. Huh? Last year. Yeah. yeah, last year. 
No, and everybody, the guys that knew, knew, and they were throwing weight baits, and Spro came out with the rat. I'm like, why wouldn't they bite this? Yep, they did. And guess what? They did. Yep. For about a year and a half, two years, and now it's like every other weight bait, a dime a dozen. That, that tighter all grown it all. Yeah, with the moonshine. The only, the only problem, and, and again, I'm not knocking Tater's bait here, but for me, when I fish a wake bait, I want to be able to turn it. I want to be able to fish it fast. Tater's, you you can't fish it fast. It likes to dive. I mean, it's a great bait. It just, I like a wake bait that you can. you got to manipulate that bill a little bit. Oh, that'll be on the behind-the-scenes information. Okay. There's a new plug out through the... Uh... There's some Japanese. I actually saw it on Facebook about 12 o'clock in the morning. The, the headbanger? <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. So, you got uh, sucker too? Uh, those are pretty good. Dude, they ain't sucker too. That, that's a bad thing. Yeah, it's, it's pretty good. Uh, it is kind of cool. It, it's, yeah. it's, uh, you can burn it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It does its thing. I've got, listen, trust me, I know I've got eight of them. I got sucker too. I bought eight of them. I also have a pair of camouflage shorts that I bought. On Facebook, and they are not nowhere near Kepler's. <laughs> Did you get off Wish.com? Get off Wish. I don't know what it was. My, when they came in, and my wife asked me, she said, oh, "Can I open this?" And I said, "Yeah." And it, it looks like giraffe. It's terrible. <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, throw them in the trash." Well, if you didn't, didn't notice, that's why the camera. Here's another. Here's another way to made too. Strike King. They did last year. Last year they did this KVD 2.5 weight bait. And it's flown under the radar. I mean, it's kind of crazy that guys haven't jumped on that train. It's a it's a May bait. It's a I'm moving out. It's a coming now bait. Mm -hmm. Is what it is. Yeah. So all these are. So we got two bloody thumbs here. This is actually a Excalibur XPS, the one they don't make anymore. Uh, right? XCR. XCR. Yep. I said XPS. That's Bass Pro Shop. Yep. My yep. Um, these things were great when Excalibur made them, but Brian fixed the problem with them when they quit making them, the bills will break off of them for no reason at all. And that one you will take some abuse. And you can wind this as fast as you want to. It's thick. Yeah. It is thick. Yeah, that's a big old wide wobbling plate bait. Either you stink or I stink. There's so, flies everywhere. So as far as like just the, like, it's a lot of baits, right? So the frog itself, like Santee's full of grass. Shad yep. like to spawn in the grass, hard grass, like hard stem with big roots. Like a lot of the grass there's got viney tight root systems to it. I'm not talking about like mushy gator grass is where I'm getting that. So the frog works really well there. It may work here like around docks and stuff, but it probably doesn't work as well as it does at Santee. But like de depending on what type of, of, of shad that are spawning is going to depend on the size, right? And the action of the bait you want. So I'm sure a lot of people watch Lake Fork. So that was a gizzard shad spawn, right? And I think Kyle's got a bait down here that, that you've seen guys throwing big wake baits, right? So gizzard shad are huge. So they were trying to match the hash in that regard. So they were throwing big baits. Lee Livesey was throwing grapple hooks on a massive yeah. czar spook, right? <laughs> so like trying to match that hash of the gizzard shad. So, yeah, Chris so that's a big, big glide bait. What was Chris throwing? He's throwing a tater, tater bait. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'll call him out. I'll call him right on live. Yep. So, yeah. I, heard, I heard Tater put him back online. I think he I think he's got 36 of them to make. He's, <laughs> he's probably not going fishing much for us this summer. Well, no, he probably this. will, just people won't get their baits. Uh, <laughs> if, if he's going to the Classic at Ray Roberts, I hope he has about 
Yeah, 25 of them things to go down there. Well, he did that when, uh, when was it, for uh, Fort Loud Public Man, he sold all of them in an hour. Yeah. Yep. So I think the Great Outdoors sold out of those last year, too. I was talking yeah. to Jason about it the other day. Yeah, they sold out at last year's classic. So, But I, I guess I'm saying that so people don't, like, if you go out and buy a bunch of those huge glide baits, if you're not on 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 lakes that have large big, fish, big gizzard shad, right, that are spawning, like, that's not the thing. You right. know what I mean? So it's, uh, it is fun to throw that big giant thing, though, and watch. Yeah. <laughs> the ooh, ooh, ooh bait. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so yep. I'll tell you about it. If, You've never thrown a big bait um, it will show you the biggest fish in the lake <laughs> yep. and by show you yeah. i mean it most likely will follow it <laughs> and it'll not make, bite it yeah, it'll, it'll, make you go, yeah. it'll make you that too like it it's a, a lot of lakes around here it, it's one of those you've got a like we did saturday or saturday we had 20 pounds right early in the morning it's something you can pull out for the rest of the day, and you can you can take the gamble where you've got yeah. the rest of the day to throw. It's one bite. Yeah, you yeah. you you get them in the boat or you don't, and uh, like you'll you'll see a lot of ooh ooh oohs. Yeah. yeah. You know? <laughs> yep. Yeah, you don't you don't you guys didn't uh, it's PG related or PG rated, so you didn't follow the what comes after the ooh ooh ooh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's usually thirty minutes of casting of that dock, yep. and that yeah. fish not biting. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, so yeah, so we got some other stuff down here. Top water is always good. We always I mean, we Derek, top Derek, water all Derek the way. Derek Lilly mentioned a red fin. Yep. And those have become a little harder to get. So that's what that is. This is actually, a good replacement for. Yeah. So this is this used to be. I don't know what he calls it now. It used it's to be called the Superman, right? Or the Super Wake. That's. It was the Superman. Superman. This is a bad deal right here. That's good on. Like they used to take a uh, what was a long egg, you heat a piece of metal up, or like with a lighter, bend the bill and do that. Yep. That was kind of an old deal. Now that kind of replaced that, so you yep. don't have to mess with it as much. You can buy it out of the box and buy it and sell it from the box. I, I'll say this: so if you watch national tournaments over the years, I was talking to a guy from Texas about this the other day. Like regardless of where that tournament is. It seems like if there's a shad spawn going on, somebody in the Carolinas seems to figure out that bite like yeah. before other people. Because like, well, I was looking for it. We ain't got yeah, grass. Exactly. <laughs> it's just like, oh, fish. shad spawn, we're going to catch them. <laughs> yep. Yep. For we're sure. going to find the easiest way to catch them. <laughs> yep. Uh, but what else you got down there? Got, you got chatterbaits? Yeah, so it's funny. Like, we were all kind of uh, going through the store a minute ago, and we kind of, Got a little collection of this and that, and we all were like, "Should we put this out there? Should we not?" <laughs> Everybody kind of grabbed the same same type baits. Some are a little similar, some are a little different, but for the most part, it's you know frog wake bait, chatter bait, glide bait, jig. You know, we all apply them at different lakes at different times of year, so it's, it's kind of funny to see everybody running around the store kind of. No, nah, no, let's not put that out there. Nah, you, you know. Might as well throw this one out there. So, uh, you good with it? Can I do it? Go ahead. Go ahead. So, like, this one is probably, well, I know it's my favorite, like, on the Shad Spawn deal. So, like, early in the morning, they're flipping all over the rocks, and as the sun comes out, you don't see it anymore, but it's still going on, right? So, it's still happening under the floats, underneath the water. So, just like a straight white Arky head style jig with some type of trailer chunk whatever that has motion so basically what you're going to do is swim this jig 
And and if you got dead legs on the back like a big salty, it's not going to make a lot of action in the water. So this is a Zoom uh, a Super Chunk, uh, Zoom Fat Albert, Twin Tail. There, there's like a ton of different trailers out there. So you got a Strike King Menace, you got a Z Crawl. Biz Bates, a local guy. Yep. Biz Bates yeah, has got Gutter the. Gutter Crawl's really good. Yep, yep. So something that's going to make some action and, and swimming that deal on their float seems to work really well in this area. Normally, see that, that uh, Cutter Crawl is like a uh, Super Chunk Junior, which they don't make anymore. Yep. Yeah. It's it's identical to it. Yep. So, uh, you know, if you, if you do ride around and you don't see shad flipping anywhere, another good way to tell, I mean, this is. This is with herring and gizzards and hellwise the whole nine yards. Any, any kind of bait fish, well, I guess if you want to lump rim in there, it don't really count. But if you throw your junk out there and you wind it back and it comes back with a ball of them following it, <laughs> they're you're in the middle of the spawn. Yep. yep. Uh, we saw that at yeah, Listen, I watched it at High Rock from blast off until 11, 30, 12 o'clock. They were still following yeah. it. Same, same thing on grass lakes. You put a frog in the grass, and if, if, if shad start flipping all over your frog, like when you pull it in a hole, that, that's an area that the shad spawn is going on. It's, yeah. it's the same deal. So. Yep. Yeah, and the gizzards, a lot of times you'll you'll end up snagging them suckers because they're like... <laughs> <laughs> yep. yep. Catch them in the signs like yep. you got a three or four pounds. Yep. So you brought up water temperature earlier, um, talking about when shad spawn starts. Um would depend on what type of shad, like LY might start way earlier. Well, I was going to say gizzard shad. Gizzard shad typically start around 60 degrees. Yeah. yeah. And then. I've caught them. I've caught big spree pond or pre whatever. Whatever I'm trying to say. Pre spawn, pre -spawn fish yeah. in the wintertime. It's still wintertime temperatures, you know, high 50s, mid high 50s. Choked up on gizzard shad. And they'll have big giant fork tails sticking out of their throat. You go down the bank, catch another one, same thing. That's like, especially out here, there's not many gizzards yeah. left. That's you know what's funny? Common occurrence. Yeah. Probably in the middle you say the there's not a lot spawn. left. This year, I saw a gizzard shad spawn better than I've seen it in the last several years. There, I think there's still a lot out here. A lot more than people give it credit for. I like the gizzard shads are probably bigger than some of the bass. Well, I can tell you this. At Lake Norman, the nothing's going world record gizzard shad, I guarantee you, swims at Lake Norman. I would have guessed that. You go down to Ramsey, you see a big giant black one. think they're catfish. They're a gizzard shad. So what's your favorite shad spawn bait? You're going to pick it up first before when you go to any lake. Um, if it's real low light, I, I like to throw something that moves. So the shad spawn for me, it's, it's real easy to catch them in the shad spawn in low light situations. So when you take off in a tournament, you're against the clock because there ain't a whole lot of low light situations left, yep. unless it's cloudy or the wind will extend it, stuff like that. But I mean, first 30 minutes, it's real important. And yeah. if you don't get on the first 30 minutes, then you're then you are doing other things, you know, away from the bank to try to catch them. So from the beginning in the morning, I like to throw something that I can wind real fast and cover a whole lot of water. If that means it's a buzz bait or a spinner bait or a chatter bait or a, or a swim bait, something that I can cover a whole lot of water with. And and I mean you'll when it's shad spawn time for me, I'll have all those laying on the deck. What's your backup? I swim a jig. Yeah, I like to swim a jig. Uh, I've caught a lot of big fish on a square bill too. Well, believe it or not, we don't have one laying up here. Yep. Uh, 
A, a white speed trap has taken a lot of money. JVD 1.5, 2.5, any kind of square mill you could run, you know, hard clay points. I like an old Lucky Craft, what is it, a Big Daddy Strike? Yeah, the VDS is a good bait. I mean, all the, the good thing about the Shad Spawn is I think the bass kind of know that it's going to run out too. <laughs> and, and, I mean, when you get on it first thing in the morning, when they're in it, it ain't real hard to catch them. Mm -hmm. You gotta throw something white and it's gotta move. <laughs> uh, Josh, fast, but probably not 27 to 1 gear ratios, but fast. So, what about areas that you're looking for? Main lake versus pockets versus creeks? I always find them on the main lake. But that being said, I'm trying to maximize my fishing time. Yeah. Most of the lakes yeah. we take are off around here. Mm -hmm. The tournament ramp is on the main lake. Yep. So, I'm going to the closest place. That's flat, hard, and has a blue heron stand on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, think, this is easy one. I mean, this is easy I, stuff to I find. I feel like it's situational yeah. for the lake. Yeah. You know, some of the lakes are it's back of the creek, you know, depending on how the spawn's going, if it's a delayed spawn sure. for the bass, you know, it's very situational. You can go to one lake and it's all main lake. You can go to the other one that's back of the creek. It might be pockets. It could yep. be. You know, a lot, a lot affects it. Wind, these cold nights. We've had a real crazy winter this year, or spring, where you might have a frost. Yeah, like wind. 48 degrees when you blast off. Yeah. <laughs> and the wind was yeah. blowing. You, it might be 88 degrees for two days, and then you get a frost. It's just been, you know, weird. You guys didn't even talk about a walking bait. Walking bait can be very good too. Yeah, yeah. Well, like especially on these. Yeah. We Lee Livesey showed that. Yeah, well, the herring stand, I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's slightly. It's not even a herring thing. I mean, right now. So what I found is that's definitely a herring thing, but it does work for the shad spawn too. It is. A, I understand that, but we were talking shad, not herring. There is a difference, despite what people believe. But um, I when it gets cold at night, this can be an effective tool. When they're not willing to commit to something fast, mm -hmm. yep. um, it kind of stays a little bit closer to one spot, and they can track a little. Yeah, better. I mean, we, like literally yesterday, we seen that on Santee. Like, they would not eat a bait like a crankbait. Like on, like we found a gizzard shad spawn yesterday morning on Santee. They would not eat a bait moving through them. Like you, a jerk bait was like the best way to catch them. Like something like you can see it on the Garmin. That's that's the actual. The that is the yeah, I mean it's just like it. So it's just a white uh, mega bass jerk bait, and you can see them on the garden. We run crank baits, spinner baits, all kinds of stuff through them, um, and and you could pause that jerk bait, and they would just come running to it. Yeah. So it was just a, a deal with what kind of mood. I think they get so full, <laughs> like they're not going to chase them. Sometimes I'll tell you right you now, them rock bass are just lazy. Period. <laughs> they're real lazy. It don't matter if they're hungry or not. If you don't bring them their, their sandwich. They yeah. <laughs> So the herring and the ly spawn. So herring or ly look very similar. Um, actually, if you lay one side by side, I don't think I could tell you the difference in one. I mean, they they look almost identical. Um, the ly's we got a bunch of them out here. Um, you'll see them at night when they spawn. They come up to the water surface and they kind of like boil at the top. Um, and they also they don't necessarily alewives won't necessarily have to run to the rocks to do like uh, a clay stump point or something like shell that bed. or a shell bed yep. 
shallow shell bed can be very deadly. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm I'm just a weekend warrior. So the shad spawn, real easy to find. Yeah. The ly stuff. It's easy. And the hair stuff. You just gotta run all of it. <laughs> and then typically, you typically, when I have found a herring spawn, it's because my turner partner Reeve again has gone cast there, or you see striper blowing up on him. Yeah, <laughs> that's the biggest thing. Striper with big fish flying out the water. Yeah, that and I know it's happening over there. Herring spawn right there. Yep. But they typically use the same general areas to spawn, is the way I understand it. Flat points, clay points. Chris Marshall, you're right. Uh, LYs do things. suck. Yeah, LYs are no fun. They, <laughs> we've talked about this before. Uh, you know, like Murray and Hartwell, you see a lot of schooling fish because they're full of herring. When herring get distressed, that's what I would just say, <laughs> they go to the surface, right? LYs go to the yep. bottom. Deep, deep. Yep. Norman is, like, Norman's got a lot of LY. Fish get really deep on normal. We, that's predominantly what we've got here. That's yeah. why these fish are setting out up in 32 foot of water now. Yeah. And well, the fish here are mostly dead. Why that? Uh, <laughs> I agree. Well, they got roof and mouth disease or something. When the thermocline sets up at about 20 and they go to 36, they're dead. <laughs> they <laughs> can't breathe. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's why I get deep. And that's why spotted bass seem to be able to take over these lakes around here because they can follow them. Maybe. Uh, I know at Norman you can see, like, they spit them up. Like, you catch them out of 60 and they will spit up L Y all up in your live wells. Well, so. if you reel one up real fast out of 60, they also spit. Yeah, their, their guts. guts yeah. yeah. And their eyeballs bad. pop out of their head yeah. and everything. Why do you use a spinning rod when you're fishing that deep? Yeah. Because you don't have to drag to get them up that fast. That's right. Yep. Yeah, they, uh, uh, first one I caught, I forget who was with me, I jerked it off the bottom and rounded up real fast. I think it was out of, of almost 70. And when I got up top of the water, he goes, you killed that fish. And I was like, what are you talking about? And I looked at the poor thing. His eyes were popping out of his head. And he'd spit up his entire swim bladder. I was like, no, I feel bad for that one. Yep. There wasn't a spot but about that big. But you blew up. Oh, yeah, yeah it was bad. So, what's the best time of year to y'all to, like, Cause right now I think we got a mix of all kind of crap happening here, right? So you got a you got a bass spawn, yep. you got a shad spawn. There's a little bit of a brim spawn going on. It's just it's I think confusing. it's early brim spawn. Yeah, like right just started. Yeah. yeah, it's confusing. Yeah, you know there's there's fifty of them. Then you got fish out there feeding on perch in thirty foot of water, right? So like I don't know about those. Yeah, so like <laughs> it's just like how do you zero in on the right thing to do? You fish the shad spawn in the morning and then go do something else. You stay with it all day or. I'll tell you what, when's your next tournament? Uh, the end of June. Okay, well, if you figure that out, <laughs> you will win. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing, is making a decision, right? So, and yeah. you can't make that decision the night before. you got to make it on the, on the water. Yeah, it, right, yeah. right, right now, the people that can make decisions properly are the ones that are going to win. 100%. They, it ain't right now. It's all the time. <laughs> yeah. What I'm saying is, is real-time decisions yeah. right now are more crucial than say a little bit later yeah, on. Yeah, practice is like practice, right? So then you're, you're in the water and you're like, well, this is dying. Do I leave it or do I find it somewhere else? Yeah. Well, or, I mean, that's, yeah. that's the thing. So you're fishing multi-day tournaments yeah. now, which is a whole different animal. Yeah. But even us one-day hitters over here, when's the last time that you found something in practice, <laughs> went to it the morning of, caught fish off of it, and was able to fish it the entire well, day like, and did well? That's why I like the CDCs because <laughs> everybody's kind of on an even playing field. You really have to fish the conditions. you got to fish... The fields, 
names you might have. These are the fields are pretty cool. Um, your draw plays a role into it. That's um, huge on the jazz ball. Yeah, we're about one eighty. Yeah, where the lake puts out. Yeah, where the where the tournament puts out. You know who who typically does it. Some guys just don't even mess with it. They just go fish deep. You know, right the gate or fish shallow. You know, so it's there's a lot of like you said. It's the decisions you make on the water day of mm -hmm. make a big deal. Like we had our fish Saturday by eight thirty, and we. We didn't have a meltdown the rest of the day, but you know we're kind of sitting with the trophy in your hand, so to speak, going, "Okay, how can we lose this the rest of the day?" You know, yeah. and you know we had good decisions out the gate, and we just didn't execute. Same thing at us. Our first two bites, we had by seven thirty, we had two fish in the boat for just over ten pounds. I was like, "Man, it, you know, you're sitting. With, yeah, you're, you've got the key to the church we got already." Two bites on something very specific. Yep. I was like, "Man, this is, this might happen." And then all of a sudden the sun got a little bit higher and the wind started blowing harder. And we caught more fish, but they got a lot smaller. Yep. And then we had to, you know, go make some changes on the fly. And we, it probably took us another, I don't know, hour, hour and a half to get another bite. And we got one bite. And we ran that for a while and that didn't happen. And then we, the sun got real high and it got slacked off. And then we, you, went, we finished you, with fry garters. After the first little deal in the morning, you kind of felt like you had the, you had all the opportunity in the world to, Lose the tournament, Absolutely. so to speak. Yeah. You know, you have nine pounds, two fish. Yeah, I mean, I was, you know, first two bites. I was like, you know, as I mean, the win. I think everybody's here is one something significant, and you know, dude. So winning I mean, a big tournament, and you win. It's, you can't. There's nothing you can do. You to can't judge. A, I had a bad day because I didn't win. It's because winning a big. Literally, there's a decision at some point during the day that's made by everybody. Sure. And the one person that makes that decision correctly is the person that wins that tournament that and landing the fish that they hook up with right so what is it man i'm sorry no go ahead one of our biggest fans richard i don't know how you say his last name impotent, impotent. he's impotent <laughs> all right <laughs> <laughs> he's nah, picking on me nice picking on I, I, I got a bird on my he said a firebird shirt firebird. i guess he's talking about me i don't know <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're good no, you're good. I wasn't paying attention. I felt like you would all the swamp out swimming around at the game. Yeah, ADD, <laughs> shiny objects everywhere. But but what you were saying, I think what you were saying about decisions. Winning a tournament just boils down to one yeah. decision in the day. Like if you've got 18, 19 pounds and you know 22 is going to win, that's one decision. bite, brother. That's yep. right. Like if you make the right decision to get that bite, you're going to win the derby. If you don't, you're not. It, it's just that's just how it is. You know what, though? Uh, one thing that nobody's talked about is right now fish care is more crucial than I think even in the summertime. Oh, shit. Postpone fish, yeah. They'll no, I'm just quick. saying. Well, there was yeah. a guy behind us that had a, like, 1962, right like, I was like, how many uh, dead fish? He had a 724 on and one. And four dead as a hammer. Four dead as a hammer. And I don't know if they clicked their recirc off or what. But no, I'm going to tell you something. He turned his live wheels off on accident. And then when he, when he realized was... When they caught that 724 and went to put him in the live well. Mike, Mike Jennings and I went to Watery and we fished, shad spawn, caught fish, threw a white jig, and um, turned on it and didn't catch another fish till 2 o'clock. I opened the live wells up and I'm like, uh oh. Yep. You know, it's you think you're good, but. Good thing you weren't in a bass tournament. They got the Mike Iconelli rule. Can't call a dead fish. Oh, we were in a bass tournament, but we just 
and there at that point there was no calling. It was it is what it is. Well, I'm just saying. I'm not saying a bass tournament has a largemouth bass. I'm talking about a BASS tournament, Good. like an open or back when it was a weekend series or an elite event. You cannot call a dead fish. But, but post-spawn fish are very stressed. Yep. And yes. then when you put them in the live well, yes. and, and they just tend to die. Like, best thing, a little bit of G-juice, put it on research, put some yep. ice in there, and just... just but the ice is a fine line right now because... Yeah, you, you don't want to overcool it. Can, like it's, yeah. You can so really you, hurt you can some shock things. them. Yeah. Last year, uh, we had a BFL Hartwell. And it was post spawn, parent spawn deal going on. We we had we had some fish that were struggling, you know, to keep alive. So the next event we actually called the DNR and they came in with their like their restock trucks with oxygen tanks on them. Mm -hmm. And that, that really, really helped us, you know. That was you know, time of the year with what's going on with fish being post spawn, they're yep. been beat on all spring, yeah, you know, they're trying to recruit from the spawn. Um yeah, they got to deal with all of us. Yeah, <laughs> feed them more. Feed blast, them. blast them twenty. They want to feed up a little bit on some shad. Twenty-five times off the bed, throwing <laughs> trebles everywhere. <laughs> so, yep. Yeah, it's a, it's definitely tough. And, um, the, and, the, and you'd be surprised. So I have, you know, here I am the, the tech nerd guy, right? So I actually have temperature probes in my live wells. Yeah, that I read out on my depth finders. Um, it's not hard to do. It's just a, yeah. the same temperature thing that reads water temperature on the back of your boat. You just right. hook them up to your NEMA network and pull them in. Uh, you'd be amazed at if you don't like open your lid yeah. on your live well or get air in there. Yep. How hot your live wells? Yeah. Are. Yep. Guaranteed. I've said it for since Yeti stuff come out. Somebody is going to put Yeti products in a boat where it's the your cooler, and your live wells. Or they're gonna do something with your live wells. Like, well, I, saw, I don't know the name of it, but I saw a system where they've got like a research deal. It's mm -hmm. kind of like an air conditioner type yeah. thing for live wells. TNA spring so yeah. it. It's like, if they did something where it's insulated, you know, basically like if, if I have a Yeti type cooler or something like that, if, and I use it in summer, you put it over your AC vent before you put ice in it, man, it'll keep ice Yeah. two or three more days. Oh, swamp cooler, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, swamp if, if you did that with your you know, your live well, if you put like a frozen two liter bottle of ice in there mm -hmm. overnight and then you take it to the lake, it's going to stay insulated all day and you're not going to have that. Sure. Yep. You know, they make vents for yeah, live wells. That's right. Yeah, you that, have to drill it in yeah. a quarter hole and it sucks, but like it's, it's... Well, if you look, there's a lot of, if you watch on TV, there's a lot of yep. guys that have those. Yeah. yeah. And what that does is just recirculates air when you're running. Yep. And I saw it firsthand at the Palmetto Trail last year at Hartwell. We fished in, you know, all those tournaments got pushed till the end of summer and fall. I think that term was in August. It was hot. You got a customer at the door. And uh, I was watching my temperature gauges. Man, it got almost close to 100 degrees in my live well. And I just lifted the lid, like cracked it while I was running. And it, I mean, it cooled down like 80 degrees almost immediately. Yep. Just air circulation. It's amazing. Yep. Question. Uh, we got a bunch of guys going back and forth to their cells. Yeah, to yeah. Their cells. okay, that's fine. We they started their own that. conversation. Yeah, they're not listening to us. No, they are. <laughs> no, it's it's two people that are talking to themselves on four different profiles. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, uh, it's quite Chris a conundrum. talking about the good old days. Yeah. Got 20 on the shad spawn before the weigh in. You might catch 20 right now, but you have to glue them together, right? <laughs> <laughs> 
might take 20 pounds to win this weekend. Or it might take 12. Yeah, Where? Yeah, yeah. The sheriff? Well, I think he could. He'll take over 18. I bet it takes 16 and a half. Okay. I'm, I'm guessing somewhere between 18 and a half to 19 pounds. That's what that'd be a really big bag right now. I know. It's, I it's doable right now. I just, I don't think the shaft's phone is full. I think it's full swing now, and I think somebody will land on them early in the morning. I can't. I think they'll catch a big bag. So. I've had that belt ripped out of my hands two years by dang Marcus Leach. Yeah. We didn't fish it last year. Canceled. The year before that, he had 22 pounds or something like that. Yeah, Tim. He and Tim had 22. Yeah. We couldn't touch him. Out. We had like 17. The year before that, he finished by like three or four ounces. What else is going on this weekend? Elites. Neely uh, Henry. Yep. Neely Henry starts Thursday. You heard Shane say it. Isn't very good. <laughs> Josh Good wants to know what it's going to do with Kerr this week. I guess he's going to be uh, yeah, up there. Yeah, BFL Kerr. Took a 19-3 yesterday. Mike and Chip, January 1. That was yesterday, right? Yesterday. Okay. It was yesterday. And then uh, next weekend, it's on Mother's Day. That's the North Carolina division. It'll probably take probably about the same. Mike and Chip won it there? Yeah, January 1. Co-angler had 18 pounds. Dang. Is co-angler? No. Oh. <laughs> the boater did not show up to weigh-in, which that would that I would can understand bad. why. Yeah. I've had one of those happen before. He put the slap on. Oh, yeah. what, what about signing the paper? What's that? You say I did it? You just sign the paper when you weigh in, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he, he, he no, did. No, he no, 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 no. Actually, we don't have to do that anymore because of COVID restrictions and all that mess. But uh, oh, well, he, that's uh, a joke. He left out pretty quick. There's a BFL in the hard That same thing happened to me. I signed this paper, but uh, it actually happened on high rock. Uh, that yeah, okay. So I remember that I was fishing too fast. Hog, I've been trying to avoid this for you, but they've asked how you and Shane did this weekend. Terribly. I'll tell you that straight up. Um, so what was the root cause of that? Execution. No, I, mean, I won't even say that. Like, I don't know what the root cause of that was. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean it's, just, it's just we didn't land on the right decision fish. making. Yeah, I mean, of course, we didn't make the right decision to go to the right area. We were doing the right thing, yeah. uh, without a doubt. I know that, but we we missed a couple good fish, which that's I'm sure tons of people in the field missed a couple good fish. But uh, you know, we we just didn't get the bites we needed. Yeah. You know, you're gonna lose more than you win fishing. I'll tell you that. For sure. uh, yeah. <laughs> sometimes that streak's short. Sometimes yep. that streak's real long. Yep. Yep. You don't like baseball, but if you're batting like 200 and winning tournaments, you're doing Oh, really brother, good. you're doing be better than the best <laughs> angler to ever lived. I think KVD at his hottest time would have been batting like .089 or something yeah. like that. Yeah. So The Mendoza not... line and fishing is a whole lot lower than yeah. 200. Yeah. <laughs> Did he not fall off the earth recently? Who? KVD? Who? Yeah. I, I, here's the, the problem. Just, I don't know if he has adjusted to that, if he can't adjust to that. I, I think I think he's got bigger things. He did. I mean, he's done it fishing wise. Oh, he's accomplished. Oh, I mean, just like, no, I mean, really? Yeah. <laughs> like four wise, four classics. He went from Tiger Woods to Tiger Woods. Right? Man, I'm. I just. I'm just. I don't know. Well, All right. So I'm ownership, gonna... ownership, and having. I mean, yeah. But we everything talk, we talked about this before. If you're an elite guy, whether you're Oh, you either fish football. for five fish or you catch numbers. Yeah, There's football one guy, fisherman, baseball guy. When you get so used to winning, 
that's all you want to do. And you fall yeah, off. Yeah, cutting checks not your thing. No. Anymore. Like, you're there to win. Exactly. You know what I mean? adds more pressure. Yep. Um, I also think you get more spectators. I, I think you get more sponsor commitments. When you're on. More commercials. When you're on more, top, it is hard to stay there. I, I remember yeah. his last few tournaments, like, when he was still killing everybody. He's like, yeah, I've got... 80 people following me around. He's like, I actually have to set the boat down early exactly. and idle into a place and like get the spectators like to a certain side of a point. Yeah. You're like, oh, you'd never think of that. But you know what? I also think the other thing too that changed his fishing is the fact that people started using his network. And the fact that KVD, if you look back, he is kind of the one that created the network. What do you mean the network? Information, sponsorship, I mean, everything. Now, phone a friend? Yeah, I mean. All I don't the, think you can put that on one guy. No. I'm not saying. I don't think he created the network. Well, he certainly figured out how to perfect it. He was good at it, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the guy. Yeah, I don't know if he's mad at me. I just know he's you know, very accomplished. He's definitely won. He definitely designed the year what six times. He definitely designed some of the best selling baits yeah. in the whole wide world. Yeah, yeah. And used them, not just promoted. Not them. just he, sold them. Yeah, he used. I mean, I got one laying right here in front of me. It's got his smiling face on it. Yep. The six XD and the KVD one point five are probably two so, of the best selling baits ever made. Something I don't think like anybody ever talks about as far as if you look in the you know Elite Series or MLF or any of it is. Freedom, right? So, so what you were just saying is you're either gonna go for the win or you're gonna try to cut a check. Really, that's a that's a legit decision in a multi day tournament you have to make, right? If you start your first day of the tournament, and you bust two seven pounders, <laughs> throwing a top water bait, like you got a decision: am I gonna keep this in my hand all day, or am I gonna go to the bank and try to? You, you understand what I'm getting at there. So yeah. then you have to do that for three days. I think when guys reach a level like Brandon Paul and fishing at that level right now, right? It's it's you know he won two a week elites last year, but he wasn't in contention for ALI. Right. So it's I'm gonna swing and miss or not. But there's freedom in that decision financially, right? So if if you need to cut checks to stay out there, that decision process is different than it would be if 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 you don't. Yeah. But you know we, we're talking about MLF bass. And the format too. Yep. So you look at the guys that have come back. Yeah. I mean, Jason Christie won. Yep. Right out of the gate. I mean, yep. right out of the gate. Hackney. Hackney. Yep. Right out of the gate. Polonix won two. Polonix won two. Uh, swindles back to, you know, 2025 every yep. every event. Going to make 37 classics in a row again. <laughs> I mean, those guys, they just, like you see, you talk about in a, in a five fish format. You start off catch two seven pounders on top. Of yeah, one. I'm, I'm good I'm with three bites. Three bites, the rest, three of bites the rest of exactly. But if you can one pounder, one and a half pound, and two pound, and three pound to death. Yeah. Well, you see, like like Rob Blackman said, said, if you're not fishing the wind, why show up? If Look, you don't have experience in that area of the country or that lake. If you're gonna have to cut your teeth, you're gonna have to spend some time doing, taking what you know from home to apply it there, or completely calling somebody and letting them say, hey, this is what you need to be doing over here. So in that, if you're not fishing the wind, why show up? Man, just, if I go fish two hundred dollars entry fee tournament somewhere around my house, like, for, I'm swinging for it. Like, That's why right. not? One day deal? Yeah, yeah, one day I'm going to swing. Like, why not? Like, if I don't win, I'm going to get a, like a $1,200 check anyway. You know and what I mean? And you go home and you're fine with it. Yeah, exactly. So, so, 
you're talking about thirty thousand or fifty thousand dollars a year worth of entry fee money that you put up, and there's a ten thousand dollar check sitting there at fifty. Dude, that's that's like saying I don't worry about ten thousand dollars. You know, I, I want the hundred. But but you're not on the fish to win a hundred. So you go out and just practice yeah. during the tournament, or yeah. you go catch twelve pounds and hope it keeps what do you, you on do? the fifty cut. What what's your decision? In my last two tournaments, based on my practice, I went for the check line. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie to you. I went straight for the check line because I didn't have to practice. I thought that I wasn't on the fish. I thought it was gonna take to win. Well, you you know that coming out of practice, right? Yeah, I mean, I had a good idea coming out of practice. When I got in there and I got bit, I was going to lock down and catch those fish. Like, I wasn't going to go. Now, the last day of the last tournament we had, I caught a five and two fours literally in the first 15 minutes. When you're frog. I threw the frog the rest of the day. I committed to I need two more bites the rest of the day. When, you, when you're traveling around, do you try to fly your your home stuff first before you try of to? Of course. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't get into the like. You can ask the guy that I'm room with. I don't care what they normally catch on here. I don't care what so and so like. I don't have confidence in that. I've yeah. only got three days to break that lake down. I'm not going to develop enough confidence in that to do it. So I'm just going to fish how I feel like it needs to be fished. And, and if I don't get bit doing that way, then trust me, I'll 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 back up. Yeah. But if I can figure out how to catch them, how I'm confident catching them, that, I mean that's what I want to do because it's yeah, just. So the, this, I know we're. Talking fishing here, but the best, one of the best pitching coaches I ever had chewed me out because I gave up a walk-off home run after I shook. So I shook a pitch to the one I wanted to throw and do it out of the park. So he chewed me out, and then he congratulated me. He said, you made the right decision chewing you out because you gave up the home run. Yeah. And he said, I'd rather you throw the wrong pitch with conviction as exactly. opposed to the wrong pitch without it. So that's the exact <laughs> same premise, man. It's just... Yep. You know, do I think doing this is going to win? Probably not. But do I think I can catch 15 pounds a day doing it? I think I can. Yeah. You know what I mean? So so this is your first year doing it, right? Yep. Okay, so when you get to the the break-even mark, you think that'll change? No. No? No. All right. So, so, so Bill Owens made a whole career out of 13 pounds a day. He'll yes. tell you that to, to yep. your face. He says it on stage all the time. Yeah, 13 pounds a day in, in the last five years would have made you every classic that they've had on the Elite Series. Yep. 13 pounds a day for every event. So my goal going into the year was five fish every day, every tournament. If they weigh nine pounds, so be it. If they're 25 pounds, that's awesome. But I want five in my box. So you think that comes with... I think it comes your career. With, yes, it comes with your sponsorship. How much money your sponsors are putting up in entry fees, your travel expenses. If if you feel solidified in your position to yeah, keep doing you can this, take more risks. you can take more risk. Because yeah. I know if I zero in this tournament next year, I'm still going to get to go there and do it. Yeah, you, you understand? That's the, that's the freedom yeah. that I'm talking about. Yeah. Well, but Swindle didn't get where he's at by winning tournaments. No, Swindle got where he's at off of personality. Yeah, well, personality and consistency. Low is the same I way. I mean, I'm just, just saying, you look at a guy who's one angler a year, but yep. never won the tournament. Yep. He's had it snatched away a couple times. He wants it. Hey, well, I know. Yeah, there's well, no doubt. That's there and, and, But Swindle, I've watched a lot of his videos. I've never met him. But Swindle said there's literally, out of the 15 tournaments he fishes a year, there's two where he feels like coming out of practice, he has a shot to win, win. that tournament. Um, that, that's, a, that's a big difference, man. It's, it's a big difference. Like, <laughs> Like, I want to check. <laughs> like, whatever. Uh, if I got a drop shot listen, or wacky rig away to check, I want to check. I'm going to tell you what. Pick up a shaky head and you can be a professional. I mean, I know that sounds crazy. I but don't know. There's a lot more to it than that. You're missing what I'm I saying. I can throw a shaky head in Kyle's cup and not catch one. 
I, I don't fish the elites. I don't even get to fish as much as I used to. I'm gonna get to fish as much as I want to, but I I agree with that. Like, I'm gonna live and die with certain baits in my hand. Yep. You know, and you fish your confidence. Yeah. You're either I'm gonna not, die having we confidence. Do, we or, all do. Yeah. You know, but, like this weekend, I knew there was like there's a floating worm, wacky worm deal going on, mm -hmm. but also know how the lake fishes, and consistently you're gonna win doing different things. And I know how I fish. Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna back off. Yep. You know, we had 20 pounds by 8:30. I got the rest of the day to make decisions and fish the stuff, fish history. Mm -hmm. You know, we lost the fish that would have gave us a win, put us right there at it if we didn't finish second. But you know, as frustrating as that is, I can walk away from that lake all the time knowing that I knew what to be doing. Yeah, you got the bite. That. That's all. I you had to bite. You I get the bite. Few. It does suck that we've had a lot of tournaments where we've had been a bite away from getting them in the boat to win at yeah. that lake but it's just you know i'm gonna do what's confident for me if i if i lose i lose you know and it's it's probably it's not probably but it's definitely different when you're doing it for a living sure spending 60k yeah. Yeah. before you leave the house yeah but you know for me you know i sit back in the driver's seat or you know do the hindsight 2020 thing i'm gonna do my thing first before i try something else yeah that's my whole point if if like your roommate could be there with you, like, dude, I'm telling you, if you do this, you're going to, like, you have a shot to win a tournament. But if you haven't seen it yourself, yep. you're not going to do it with enough confidence or conviction right. to actually catch those fish. Or know the decision when it's, you know, just the time of the day or the lake yeah. to back off of it or stay with yeah, it. The hardest thing to do in the whole wide world is catch another man's exactly. fish. Exactly. Yeah. But it's it's not the, it's not the, I said the money, like, it's more so of what do I, like, this is what I want to do. What do I need to do to stay out here? So I know if I don't at least cut 50 in checks this year, next year it's going to be a struggle to come up with entry fees. Right. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 instead of a, I've got a three-year contract with a sponsor that says here's 60 grand. Yeah. Here's you know three, what I mean? Here's your three years worth of entry fees. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So so and 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 in the elite series, they've got to requalify. They got to re-up, right? So right. like it's it's the make decision. Do I go for this deal? Or do I just catch my 12 pounds and hope I end up in the classic sure. cut at the end of the year? Yep. And I wasn't saying shake your hand won't catch because it does. Yeah. But you still get a boat in front of them, right? I'm dying. Like today, if you watch the MLF event, all them dudes were shaking your head. <laughs> all of them were. I had a buddy give me so much crap Saturday. Yes, he called him off the float worm. You know, and, and I know I've, I've seen a 30 pound bag at, at High Rock off the float worm, but you'll have days where that works. Yep. You know, if we would have executed, we would have won. And he said he lost the fish. You know, I just his confidence is that. My confidence is a different sure. style. Like I said, you can't catch somebody else's fish. Yeah, but fish there's confidence. There's more than one way to win every time you ever different. fish. It's just it's whoever executes their way the best. Yep. <laughs> you know what? All your all your fishing against is fish. Yeah, that's right. I mean, yep. you have yep. to go figure out how you can catch five. Yeah. If if for you it's a whatever random big swim bait or you it's a uh, nedrick it yep. doesn't matter no mom's a nedrick oh you're the oh, i'm sorry his swim bait but chris out there threw a glide bait all day long before could i do that 1000 percent not could not do it i have no confidence on a glide bait i couldn't do it and he lived he's he's he wrote the whole classic at off at telco telco yep. on that yeah it was the entire day but it's not to make it's the wrong decision, right? Because if it had worked, he was a genius. It's just he had enough confidence in it. Me with a frog, let me get three or four good pull-ups on a frog. I'm gonna throw it somewhere yeah, but, until but the sun goes down. Chris Zaldane did <laughs> he did something? Maybe he didn't find 
anything else in practice, and he may have gotten a bite or two, and he said, okay, you know what? Here's my chance to, I'm going to do it. But Sal, they knew he could have went to the bank site, fished up 15 or 16 pounds that last day. You, you follow me? But he yeah, stuck but he with had that four for 22. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so he stuck with the glad bait, you know. And so. it's a good thing he did, because if he would have caught one more, he still would have been just like Patrick Waters. <laughs> yeah. bag, but it doesn't matter. Dude. It was like Patrick Waters, look how he was catching them. He was catching them a different way to lose. He was, he was still catching 30. Yeah. So that didn't matter either, though, did it? No. <laughs> <laughs> nope, it did not. Yeah, so the main thing, I guess, what we're, what we're saying is. Fish your strings. You, whatever you strap in your hands, you got to believe in it. Yep. And if, if you stop believing in it, put it down and pick something else right. you believe in. Don't up. listen to the dog talk. No, you cannot listen to that. No. I'll, I'll tell you, when I, when I listen to the dog talk, talk, it's if I know a certain group of guys that fish out or they're yep. that type of year, they fish a certain bait. Yep. And I kind of put my, like, I still fish my strengths, but I know, like, okay, it's the fish are coming to them. Mm-hmm. What can I do to fish my style? I'll listen to dog talk, dog talk then, but then... Yep. <laughs> Am I going to get beat today? Yeah. Or am I not? <laughs> like, if you fish well, locally not, all the time, like, if you look at the leaderboards of tournaments, you know there's certain guys that catch well, them on shore. When they hit, you know. I was going to say, that's not really dog talk. That's yeah. just knowing what those people's strengths yeah. are. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah. But if you go out you and try to fish everybody else's strengths without developing yeah. your own, that's when you get in trouble. Because when you, I mean, you don't. I mean, we went to High Rock, no practice. But we'll fish Saturday, no practice. You know what I mean? It's just, unfortunately, when you're a weekend warrior, that's what. Yeah, that's what it that's is. Right. Right? That's right. So, all right, Rob Blackman asks, "What's the biggest bag y'all have weighed in?" I don't know if he's asking Josh or if he's asking us because there's been a lot of back and forth on the comments that we've kind of ignored. Because they said y'all, so we'll just say them all. Twenty nine eighty eight, and I didn't cut a check. Santi, yep, that was my biggest bag. What's yours? Twenty six, twenty eight pounds. Either high rock or Paul. I know I had a I had a good bag at Paul's one time. And that was probably early on when I started fishing tournaments. And you were there for it. It was some old dude beat us for like what? thirty-eight pounds. That's <laughs> <laughs> that one tournament. We got the lit, we got the air slid out of our ball pretty quick. Actually, you weren't there for it. It was a winter trail down here. Yeah, twenty what, had twenty-two, twenty-three, thirteen. I think is what it was. Cut them all with one stump. That doesn't surprise me. <laughs> Listen, that was the year that that was the year that it was taking twenty something pounds every weekend, and I was on the benefiting end of most of that. First one that locked the jerk back down, I thought I was hung up. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even turn it. I'm on that stuff. But wait a minute. Man, don't, <laughs> go up. don't don't go up there. Don't ruin it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll break it all. Not in a tournament. We have in the river out there goofing off five fish for 45. Wow. Below the river. The top of the river. Top of river. It's not really. Doesn't, it doesn't count. That's an aquarium. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, no, out here in a tournament. In a tournament out here is 24.8. It's my biggest. Yeah. I never forget. Like, they, we had 29.88. Like, I was strutting, son. <laughs> I mean, I'm talking about rooster crowing, just head bobbing, had a whip in my step, strutting, and I weighed them in, and I thought I had like 34 pounds. I big out, like I big out them bad. When they get like over five, I can't judge them, dude. I can't. And I laid them up there, and and he was like 29.88. Next up, I was like, wait a minute, don't <laughs> like new leader, like you ain't got nothing to say. And then I looked at the board behind me. I think we ended up like 12. I think they paid 11 places. So. We weighed in. Uh, the year 
everybody blasted them on hickory. I've talked about oh, this yeah. a bunch. Oh, yeah. Every time I've been there, taking like 18 pounds of wind. I'll never forget Bo flipping the last five pounder. We were flipping bushes up there. The water was high, was muddy. <laughs> you only flipped bushes on hickory. You were there, I think. No, I didn't. I missed you were it. there. Yeah, okay. I missed it. So Cliff Kirby and Rick Dunstan won a term with like 27 and change. And uh, we finished 22nd with 22 pounds. The first out of money. <laughs> yep. I remember Reed yep. came back early. He's like, hey, man. It's crazy how late got some just... hours on it. We make sure we get back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what I did. Like, we left the swamp. I was like, dude, we need to go. He was like, it's 1 o'clock. And I was like, what are we going to do? Call a five-pounder? Let's go. Yeah. You got so in there and didn't come to check. And uh. we, we come idle in. And Reed's like, all right, what do we catch him on? And I'm like, all right. <laughs> get your story right. It's a good way, right? I go up in the... I go up in the, in the uh, <laughs> in the parking lot to get his truck and people were like one guy's got a hold of one side of the bag the other one's got a hold of the other side and there's two people carrying two bags and I'm like oh man <laughs> call real like, hey man we can get face God. <laughs> don't worry about what we call him on we need to get back out there real quick <laughs> <laughs> let's get back in the truck oh man <laughs> I've seen a lot of comments on here everybody must be getting in it 27.1 Wiley that's a big one 22 square piece by two ounces. There's hey, even 30 something. Hang on a second, Jason Land, was that like before Wiley was a lake or what? That's no. probably like 1970 something. Man, I'm gonna tell you, back when when I was a kid, my dad and them, they, a lot of those were six fish limits then. It took 30, 32 a lot out here. Hey, give me a drink out of the fridge. Out here? We're still going. It's six fish limits. On the blue can or a green can? No, nah, green can. Catfish Billy. All right. Is no. there anything in these comments? No, there's not. It's all a bunch of trash. And I just see Josh. I ain't seen Walker. Rod. Where's Walker? And Chris. And he's Tommy. Asleep. Walker must be asleep. No, he's he's trying to build some baits, I think. 29.4 on bait. I don't know about that, Chris. I think y'all had a... Is Joey mediating? A catfish in there? Y'all had a 30-something pound bait. No, Joey's trying... He's trying to... Provoke it a little bit. He's spooning. He's stirring the pot. But Chris said 29.4 on bait, and I think him and Chris, or uh, him and uh, Kirby, Cliff, they had a 30 something pound bag one day because we had 24, 25 pounds, and we had the old big chest, you know. Oh, yeah, close like stroke. We, we yep. got them, and that's when I got introduced to the full moon in March. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't have 30, yeah, no good. You know, go make the other guy's sandwich for him, bring him a drink. Yeah, you catch every 25 pounds, you had a good day. I don't care yeah. if it took 48 to win. Oh, you yeah. know, it's so hard. When you get around 20 pounds, it's so hard to call. Yeah, Man. yeah. What Hang on a second. Hang on a second. Joshua, good. I would not I would not try to tangle with Chris Marshall. I I mean. Who was Chris Marshall? You, you, you thought the beating Shane gave you was bad. Chris was. Chris, Chris can catch him. Walker sitting to your left. <laughs> hmm. But you talk about going back to convention, conviction. That bag we caught out here. Mm -hmm. Doing mm -hmm. what I wanted to do. Yep, exactly. You, you're going to just catch them better when you're fishing your strengths. Like, yeah, it's just, it's it caught on this right here. <laughs> yep. This exact one. Yep. I will say this. Brandon, Brandon doesn't get to fish all year. He's got kids and sports and all kinds of stuff, but uh, yeah. if it comes to an old jerk and bait, yeah. Brandon's going to be a, a tough a tough almond to crack. Yep. I've told you this for a long time. I don't, you know, there's not much. But my son starts playing basketball, the whole wintertime thing will be out now, but 
there's not a whole lot of outside sports in the winter. So, and things happen slower when the water cools down. Yep. You ask me all the time, and like, what what happens to you around Christmas time? What's happened to me is I've got to fish six weekends in a row, <laughs> and when everything starts to slow down, I don't move as much, <laughs> and I can start putting a little bit together. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Was, Although I think this year I bested. You I, didn't, I, I had a terrible winter this year. No, I'm saying I bested you as far as the biggest fish on jerkbait. I don't. So. I'm against that comment because we were talking about people fishing their strengths. It didn't get cold enough this winter it didn't. for you to much. shine. Yeah. And that, that's what I like about people fishing their strengths and not kind of going outside the box. Yeah. They always stick to their, their deal. But here, they're confident in. Here's the thing, though. Like, fish your strengths, but when you're out there just fun fishing, put your strength in the box and go do something else. Yeah. Like, that's my thing. Like, yeah. there's days, like, I hated the chatterbait forever, and I just put, like, five of them in my boat and took everything else yeah. out and forced myself. My, my partner hates it. My yeah. CBC partner, he he can he has zero confidence in it. He does not like to chat about. I'm like, you got to fish the night time for Yeah, you just got to develop get confidence some, in the bait. Yep, and the only way to do that is to throw it. Like you can I listen can. to everybody tell you it's awesome until you do it, you're not gonna believe it. That's well, something lie to me. There's things, <laughs> and you, and there's a lot of times you overcomplicate stuff, right? Yep. When you watch people in the boat with you blast them on something that you cannot catch them on. Yep. Yeah. Then you start overanalyzing. Well, how's he reeling? Well, yeah. it's just working. It's them red eyes. That's well, what yeah. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of trailer has he got on there? All kinds of stuff. Yeah. And yep. you'll believe anything that person tells you, too. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Until you kind of figure out your own deal. Yep. You got to figure out your own way to do it. That's what we should do. We should have a... Uh, we should have a... Uh, Rusty Hooks Weakness Tournament. <laughs> Kyle, you got a drop shot. Make me throw that. <laughs> you got a drop shot. Pug, it's got a fish two foot or less. Nope. <laughs> I quit right now. If I'm kicking up my trolling motor, I got to go. I'll do that, though, like like you were talking about. If, if I go to a lake that I feel comfortable with, I will fish something totally different. I'll fish totally different area of the lake that I don't fish a tournament in. Dude, it's the hardest thing in the world to do because you know they're out here doing what you want them to do. Especially when you want to go catch fish. You don't get to fish a whole lot. The only way I know to do it is take everything else out, man. Just take everything else out except whatever your biggest weakness is and try to make it a strength. It's hard to do, though. But don't do it in a tournament. If your buddy tells you I'm whacking on a chatterbait, you never caught a fish in your life on a chatterbait. Go buy 30 of them from Rusty Hooks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what? Yeah. 30 stealth plays from Rusty Hooks. Go <laughs> <laughs> get you some stealth plays. They're, they're a, hot, a hot commodity right now. How many colors of these do you actually own? Them I think like two. Two. Two of the best well, colors. Well, there's a lot of Green each pumpkin one. and black and blue. It's for those night those night fish that have heard all the loud noises and just want something subtle. Stealthy. This they is want a, stealthy. That's, that's the Navy the SEAL version of the chatterbait right this there. Is right. Hot, hot one yeah. Cool. The evergreen. Uh, Bill Sporny, we have not mis- uh, didn't overlook your comment. Deep crankbait, biggest weakness. Any tips from you guys? Um, well, what lake to start that. with? Deep cranking is like the best thing ever. When they doink it, oh, not two feet of slack. It's like you just no. know you can make that same cast again and catch another one. Like there's no dust. doubt. I got dust on them boxes. I just uh, I so here, throw I, it. I will tell you this: when you got a six-year-old in the boat. That can't really cast around docks around here. Offshore is the way to go. It yep. is really is yep. because they can cast wherever they want. They ain't gonna get hung especially up on now that. with the spots and yep. you, like they can just catch fish and the perch. Yeah, take your little boy out there with a 
quarter ounce spoon and catch 300 white perch. All right, seven inch all quarter spoon. All right, Bill's, Bill, here we cranking. go. You want to start with Wiley, I'm going to tell you now. Leave the deep crankbait and the box. Go fish the bank. It'll fare better. <laughs> nah, I no, mean, man. that's not what no, I asked you, about you can you can do it. Um, really, the biggest thing is is you got to throw it. The only way you get good at it is to throw it and look for stuff that is in eighteen to twenty two. So the hardest thing for me when I started fishing off the bank was I'm used to casting at something. Yep. Okay. You, I, we do. We cast stuff out there. Well, I'm talking about like a dock pole, or under a float, or there's a rock pile that I can see, or lay down, or lay down. I'm talking about a visual target. So what I had to do when I moved offshore is pay real close attention to my topo map mm -hmm. and look I at my contour lines. A nice little, yeah. Look at my contour lines and almost play a game with myself, saying that you know I'm trying to cast down that contour line like it is. I'm parallel on the bank. Yep. Okay. Fact. And when you start doing that, all of a sudden you will find one of those magic topo lines mm -hmm. that they're wadded up on. And when you figure that out, David said 18 to 22. Sometimes it's 16 to 18. <laughs> <laughs> oh my what? God. Tommy. Tommy's busting on me. On me? Yeah. What did I do? I'm just sitting here. I don't know. St. Lake St. Clair is like that. If you find smallmouth and 10 foot of water, you can literally fish the whole bowl in That's 10 right. foot of water. So when you figure that I out, can't you feel right in that comment. What is it? Read it. They said you. God. You have to find Tommy. They're talking about parking lot cage masks. <laughs> we can try it. <laughs> Pretty good at it. David tried to get his hand, uh, tried to get his hand hooked in here. Ain't nobody able nobody to do it. do it. But Bill, the biggest thing, so like these guys are talking about with a weakness, you got to leave your strengths at home. So when I was young, younger, I guess some people would still say I am young. Uh, I didn't know how to skip a jig. I went out there with a thousand yards of big game and one rod. Uh, you you have to literally you have to go throw it now. I mean, there's all oh, Wiley. There's so many community holes that you can catch fish on. If you want to just get some confidence in it, come see me and I'll give you one or two to go try. I mean, so everybody that, else I mean, is out there. The six so XD is. I mean, that's what you can't go wrong with the six XD. They will bite it. Typically, something Chad in chartreuse. Yeah, white. That's a strike what? king. Six XD. Strike king six XD. Yeah. What is that? <laughs> we got them right here. Like if you're going, hooks, if you're going down the bank, there's like a little rock point coming out on the bank, and you know I could throw a square bill across that and catch a fish. Yep. So you have same, to look. You have to look at the whole lake. That yeah, way, it's though. the same difference. If you're going out on a on a channel bend, and there's a point sticking out into the middle of the channel, it's just like that rock bend, like rock like, sticking hey, out off the bank. It's like here, throw it right, it's right here. here. Yeah. Now there, I will say this: there are some places on Wiley that aren't quite as defined. Yeah. Though. There's like little, Some little sneaky, subtlety places little sneaky everywhere, places. but yeah. And it's, I mean, and, I mean, I'll see and tell you firsthand, it is very uncomfortable to fish a weakness. But you just, you just got to go do it. Yeah. I mean, that's the only way you can do it. You just have to go do it. Yeah. Just like Nike says, just do it. <laughs> I mean, I enjoy doing it. I, I've won several tournaments doing it, but I will say this, out here it's not as big of a bonus to have in your back pocket as it used to be you might get 
two, three, maybe four weeks a year now that it plays, but most of the time guys are beating you on the bank. Yeah, but to get confidence in it, you can go out there and find one of them schools. Yeah, and you can catch 100. 25 to 50 little, you know, peckerheads in it and catch them every cast. When you find them. They aren't everywhere. All right, so we cover Shad's Bond. When, when are you leaving next? For my next tournament? Mm -hmm. I think it's like the last week of May. Going okay. to Harris Chain in Florida. That'll be good down there. You are going to hit the floor at the right time. Everybody goes there early. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be really fun. There ought to be a lot of big bags down there then. I hope so. It's going to be hot. You, you're, you, you know Santee pretty well. Yeah. Florida Strain Bass, they like hot. Yeah. They like the sun. I hope so. I think it'll be a good tournament. It's Memorial Day weekend, so. Tim Kelly, you're right. The watery deep crank and bite has died off. I, I still like to go do it somewhere around October, end of September, October, because it's usually taking about 14 pounds to win, and I can go catch one or two good ones out and finish the rest of it on the bank. I wonder how much that has to do with perch. Because out on Wiley right now, there's millions of perch out deep. Like but There's perch eaters. Little man out there. I get that. No, I mean, I'm just saying. I know there's perch eaters. Five years ago, I was catching fish that would eat a perch. Yeah. Now those fish are yeah a little harder to come by. That's what I think about results this weekend. We had Blankenship went on the BFL yesterday at Bugs. Uh, man, I don't even know the guys who won the CBC. I don't either. Somebody asked me that too. I, I don't uh, know their names. What's his name? One Wiley Saturday. Uh, Brent Long. Yep, his partner. Uh, Brent Long and Brock Taylor. Yep. What else was going on? Was there a cat? I'm sure there was a lot of cats. There was a uh, Dave Anderson won the F1 tournament at Norman. Um, I talked to Mike Lanker up there. Uh, Butch and Roundman yeah. won it. That's right. Butch and Roundman yeah. won three tournaments this weekend. Yeah. Well, no. Butch Woodery. won three tournaments. Roundman Fish Saturday. He won two Saturday. I think they won two Saturday, and then Butch and Sonny went to Baden on Sunday and cracked them boys' noggins up there, too. Yeah, yep. so David, and David Etheridge and uh, Butch Williams won. They won the Watery Open. And watery the, Open and the Cat. The Bruin, the Bruin the tournament, tournament and the Cat Open at Watery with 1930. Are they deep, guys? No. <laughs> oh, I'm, Tim Kelly, I, the, <laughs> the last couple events at Watery have not been caught offshore i'd be willing to bet and then uh, a fair amount of money that butch, was a grass bite butch turned around and went uh to baden on sunday and won there too that was one of jason land's wildcats speaking speaking of jason land his last qualifier is saturday on norman for is the, it a wildcat or spring trip it's the spring trip oh, yeah, uh, so. no this uh this saturday is coming up wildcat or spring that's the spring trail on norman uh, I got banned. I've caught so many thirty-pound bags on it. Uh, <laughs> you believe that Santa Claus is real too? He is. He was on our podcast. That's right. He, there was like three hundred of them fishing tournament normally. Yeah. What Santa Claus? Um, there is a really good tournament Saturday. Put on the sheriff's or Gaston County Sheriff. Hang tournament. on a second. Ronnie Wilson finished third in the BFL at Hartwell. That is a miracle on ice. Right? I was going to say, something's wrong. You guys who was, better. Who was Ronnie Wilson? He's his little fella, I know. Is it like a Chris Marshall protege? He's a, yeah, he is a Chris Marshall protege. That's what I was thinking. Ned Rig, we ain't wear him guy. 
Uh-oh. Tanner Fletcher. That's kind of odd, really. I mean, Joey Barry showed up at water and only caught 16 pounds. Yeah, that this past week. Unbelievable. That is kind of shocking. They must have just showed up not went and looked or something. I don't know. Was that this past weekend? That was this past weekend. Gotcha. Open the open wing card. The cast of, the cast for a cure thing is Saturday. Uh, Where's that at? That's out of South Point on Lake Wiley. Can you still register for that, David? Mini Marshall. What? <laughs> yeah, you can. Okay. Just the only caveat is the lake is off limits right now. It is. It's off limits from Monday until Saturday. So the last same time. as the sheriff's department. That's the sheriff's okay. department. Yep. They have a belt they give away for that, right? A real belt. belt. A real belt. Now, there were a couple people that have already touched that belt who I think have lost rights to it. They give you a brand new one every year. No, no, no. I'm talking about the sheriff's department stopped in here because we're sponsoring a tournament, and they brought the belt with them. Gotcha. And uh, there's an individual that's already put that belt on. I think he may have jinxed himself. That's like walking around on crutches when you're not hurt. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Ronnie, I ain't no Yankee. Easy on that one, though. Uh, that, that's, Georgia, a, aren't you? Yeah, Georgia. that's a stab at me. me and too. Kyle. Where are you from? I'm, I'm from Georgia. What are you talking about? I was born in Atlanta, fool. Oh, yeah. Never mind. He's really? from that part of yeah. Georgia. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Northside Hospital. You're from Georgia. I, I By day you were Georgia. born up yeah. Northside. By day, I'm coming. Get it right, man. I'm actually from West Backyard, Virginia. I just got... You, uh... Mm. I just got Ken <laughs> from up north. We ain't Ken. <laughs> well, you can look at us, Della. <laughs> All right. Let's what else is going on this weekend? BFL Sunday, is there something on Saturday? ABA got anything going on? Somebody said there's an ABA. No, it's a BFL. Yeah, that was a lunch conversation. Yeah. Yep, yep. There you go. Steve O, you got us. Sign up for CS Motorsports for the. I think, I'm going to be honest with you, I think everybody should come fish Wiley this or weekend. Not if you've been on it since today. Yeah, you can. Yeah, the official practice day is Friday, right? Yeah, yeah, official yeah. practice Friday. Official Everybody days. go practice Friday. <laughs> Friday. Stop in the store days. first. Yeah, stop in the store, register <laughs> for practice. They're giving away a uh, shirt, practice shirt. Free Rusty Hooks t shirt. <laughs> you got a sign up sheet for practice? No, uh, yeah. <laughs> you need to get that going. Here, all, these are all the people that were on the lake. So it's off limits since, <laughs> it's off limits since yesterday? Uh, last night at That would be a Rob Blackman move, is uh, what that would be. That's slick. That's a. Uh, <laughs> I said, hey, the game warden's going to be here. We got COVID going on. Y'all need to throw your fish back. <laughs> I do remember that. That's probably the best fishing prank I've, ever in, that I've ever heard. That's It was well well done. That's got to be the top one. It was well done. I was in that one. Yep, that's, you that's, were. I think everybody, I think there were a lot of 18-pound bags that day. <laughs> what's even better, what's even better was two old guys that pulled it off, and they weren't even within 45 minutes of the lake. But hey, the phones were ringing off the hook. Yes. About the awesome. third call I got, I was like, I already know. We already let our fish go. Must have been a swear hour. There you go. Has to be signed off. That's Josh. He can sign off and go to bed anytime. It is late. We've been on here. Matt Hayes, two hours. 62 are already signed up for the sheriff's term. I'm trying to read the comment, and you blanked me out of it. I'm just trying to fish the spring trail. 
Jason done shut me out. He said, you can fish the fall trail. Like, All right, seriously. Kyle, give a synopsis because Rob Blackman did not hear that prank. What? The... Oh, the story? Oh, okay. So, was it last year? Yeah. This time last year. So this time last year, our our favorite governor decided that he was going to allow, not allow people to be around each other. I don't think the mask deal was even out yet. It didn't matter. You you weren't supposed to be outside. (laughs) Shut the lake down. Couldn't be outside. It it was just super. There was uh, one ramp that was open. Yeah, it, it was nuts. So it was not owned by the county. <laughs> there was two individuals from the Cherryville area that didn't get the call to fish the tournament, and they decided about midday lunchtime that, or they found out that they weren't invited. So they decided to get a little retaliation on everybody and pull a prank phone call to the person running the tournament, which was a little wildcat deal, little pickup tournament, fruit jar tournament, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, pretty big though. That, uh, 25, 25. Listen, we yeah. were we were running one heck it was of a good trail. It was I'm a big just one. saying. <laughs> so they were a little bitter that they didn't get the fish, and they decided to call from someone else's phone that wasn't recognizable and acted like they were the game warden. They acted like Officer Klein. Is yes, who they acted like. And uh, Officer I called Klein, the number. That's who answered. <laughs> Officer Klein was going to be at the boat ramp about the time everybody's going to weigh in. So phones started ringing. People started texting, calling. Hey, you know we're just throw your fish back. <laughs> so everybody gets back to the ramp. They threw their fish back, and there was no resource commission guy there. <laughs> so, needless to say, everybody got their money back, and uh, the two guys in the charitable vicinity are lucky they didn't get <laughs> got the last laugh, which is pretty awesome because that's that's pretty. Uh, I was. It was well played. Pretty mean, slick for some older guys. That's a young guy deal, but uh, it's pretty one, cute. <laughs> one of them is rather aged. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was. It was well played. Well played. Yeah. If you were fishing the tournament for about two weeks, you're pretty bitter about it because everybody caught them. There's like what two eighteen pound bags. No, there were more than that. Was there? There were like five of us that threw away eighteen pounds. It's pretty good. It was pretty solid. What's bad is I caught our biggest one while Shane was on the phone with the tournament director telling her fish back. Oh, I talked when I talked to you. You guys were behind the eight ball a little bit, and then I talked to you again. And it's like, are you serious? I just caught a six two. I'm like, okay, so <laughs> sorry. If if you were what what's even worse if you were the guy that put your phone in the box, puts on vibrate when you fish. And you showed up with fish. You couldn't technically weigh your fish because everybody else who had their phone on, who was trying to run the little uh, yeah, you got wildcat. Orange leech. I'm still bitter. (laughs) (laughs) It was. uh, I mean, literally, I think everybody had them there. I mean, yeah, from the backseat looking in, it was awesome. If you were in the tournament and everybody was whacking them, yeah, I could see how it was pretty. We should have known better too, because during all that all. COVID protocol. He thought it was July 4th weekend out here. Oh, it is day. awful. I mean, it was bad. Everybody was locked up. Yeah. All yeah, right. 855. Wow. All right. Well, all the products you have viewed tonight can be found on RustyHooksTackle.com. Let's go over them. Kick Knocker by Jackal. Yep. Does Jackhammer. Yep. Brett Height. They call us the Shadow. Tell me what this is. What? This is a white Jackhammer. It's a white Jackhammer. White Jackhammer. <laughs> you got an Ama. Wake bait. That's a slide bait. bait. Whatever. Maybe <laughs> we should start over. White jig. We got a white swim jig. Jerk bait. Frog. Yeah, we got several bloody thumbs lures. 
the, the Superman, what he calls this one, dude. Egg hammer. The egg hammer. The, those two, I'm not 100% sure on the website either. Okay. They're here Innovation, at the store. Swamp Donkey, Frog, uh, the Mega Bass Biggie. I can't say that word. Get, Get it. it. Frog. Get it. That's a popping frog, where this one's more of a, a walker to dog frog. And then the KVD 2.5 wake bait. This is actually a really good color. It's called Oyster. Bug, what you got over there? Catcher Lures, half ounce, three eighths ounce, white Arky style jig. Fat Albert, Super Chunk Cross. That's it. Oh, them old wake and spinner baits. Got the belly weight on the back of it with the white blades. You can reel it really fast and keep it under the water. You can't forget. Probably the one of the biggest staples in the Carolinas yeah. year round. Mega Bass. 110 French pearl jerkbait. Mm -hmm. All right, guys, rusty hooks live where our hooks may be rusty, but our points are always sharp. Tune in next week for more antics. And uh, I'll put the microphone in my mouth. Fish. They <laughs> <laughs> come back. Let's no, see, can no, you do it? No. Can you end this show? No, I'm not going to even attempt. I got to work my way up to that. <laughs> That's not one of my strengths. <laughs> All right, good night. You do it with conviction. <laughs>